You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 117. Battle rages on, atop, not atop, but inside Spin. the uh, the flying castle. It is not currently flying. It is uh, it is a long abandoned, uh, aspiring flying castle. Uh, Spruce here Goose of flying castles in the middle of the misty of sea. <laughs> and uh, our heroes, specifically Bearjaw, Oilvane, Drewston. Bairn, Scrimcorn, uh, I think that was everyone who's down here, is currently yes. uh, is currently fighting the Kuatoa. Mach is uh, up, one layer up on the roof of this castle, currently uh, preparing uh, smoke bombs and other war uh, war devices, and it said he can, uh, he said he will, he will come to aid if aid is called for. And... I believe, are we at the top of the initiative, Dan? Oh, you have it, here. The initiative to you. Uh, yeah, I believe, well, if we, if oh, it's this, we track this, because it's we, because we started with her, because she right, did a surprise burst. There was some mix-up, the shaman was uh, at the very bottom, so we shifted that around, and we almost right. skipped the shaman. Okay. Came back. Uh, Aurora and Taita are upstairs, correct, still, yes? Yeah. Aurora uh, was manning like, uh, the ballista when Mach gave it up to her to go make bombs. Uh, yes. And she's still up there on the ballista. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because right. you don't have all of the... You don't know what the Kuatua can do. She's she's still no. up there. She hasn't been given orders to go do this something is a, else. This is guard duty. And, and even the uh, Hands of Eos said they would uh, form some sort of additional guard as well. Yeah. Okay, so it is now Bearjaw's turn, returning to the middle of the initiative, but since right. you sort of started this new pseudo round, it's kind of like Bearja is, um, she's still raging, so that is point Always of, raging. Always raging. Raging. Um, and she's going to swap how she's holding her um, her shield, so she's actually just physically holding it instead of having it strapped to her her arm. Mm. And then she takes, she takes a step in here. Doesn't knock provoke, over any of these guys. It'll provoke an that's, attack from uh, this guy. That's fine. Okay, so he attacks. Gets a... Uh, Is he a spearman? It's an 11. Nope. By the way, I don't know if he formalized on this. Uh, I think we said this during Gloomhaven. Sometimes the dice land not perfectly flat like it did this time. But since the game decides what's up, if you mouse over it, we just go with that always. Yeah. A point of uh, we'll rule checking... Is yes. this Kuatoa wielding a spear? Yes, one. Which one? The one who is attacking her. Uh, He's got a spear in his hand. They are using... It says he's a Kuatoa uh, spear. The other one attacked her from 10 feet away, which is why I'm checking. Yeah, yeah, they they are uh, wielding spears. Then I don't think he takes an opportunity attack, because he's she is still within his threat range. Um, actually, these Kuatoa only have a reach 5 with their spears. 
Oh, oh they're just short, okay. short arms. They've got uh, short arms. I guess because they're Spe small. Spears are not okay. reach I'm weapons. I'm in the middle of this turn. Oh, spears aren't reach weapons. This whole turn. There you go. Nope. Eric knows because he has okay. arms. Anyway, so he got an 11. Uh, Hi, sir. <clears throat> that's, that's a 14. No. Okay, go for it. Okay, so now in this new position, uh, Bearjaw uh, flings, or not flings, she's not flinging it, she's physically bashing uh, little red Kuatoa in the face with with the shield, which is a improvised um, attack. Yes, it so is. So I, I get a plus seven on those. What? Okay, that is what I can't see. A six. Is. You can always mouse a over it and it will tell you in a tool tab. Oh, a six. Okay, so that's a 13. Sounds like a 13. A 13 Probably on not these, gonna hit. Uh, <laughs> is exactly enough to hit. Oh, you oh, you poor thing. Okay, so <laughs> then it's, it's a 1d4 plus six. So I gotta that's, find my 1d4 so here. Where's cool. my 1d4? There you go. 1d4. Okay, a one. That's all right. Plus six. That's seven. Um, put that back. Oh, I need to open my initiative. I don't have it. I'm like, where are my hit points on all my guys? Okay, so so Kuatoa, little red, little red Kuatoa takes seven damage. Um, and then for my next attack, she just so she just drops the shield. Uh, hang on. I Moment. think that guy might be. Is he dead? dead? How much that's damage okay. did you do? I'm not. Seven. Oh, he's not dead. That's fine. That's fine. He got his, and then she, so she drops the shield in that moment, and then for her second attack, she's going to two-hand her hammer and go in on the shaman. With, okay, uh, go for it. With this delicious melee, hopefully delicious. Ooh, that's a one, I think. No, that's a four. So that's a that's a fourteen. Uh, it's a 14 on the shaman. That will be a 14 will hit. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, and that would be a 1d10 plus 9 damage. Oh, dear. So that's... B -b 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 there we go. 1d10. Shake a shake a. Oh, that's nice. That's a 6 plus 10. That's 16 damage. 16 damage? Yes, I wait. got it. What does this look like? Hold on, not not sixteen. That is, is, is plus. Oh. Sorry, I wanted to make sure that I get it right. Uh, seven, eight. Uh, so that is six plus eight, whatever that is. Six plus 14? eight is fourteen. 14. Thank you. Fourteen. Sorry, one didn't want to over. Yeah, you got over it. Damage. All right, you hit him, but he is uh, he's pretty tough. So what does this look like? Uh, the whole just what I like. Did. Just yeah. what. Oh, just say it all again. Well, okay, so she's standing right here. Just the hit on the archpriest, or on the oh, uh, shaman. On the, on the shaman person. The hammer. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bearjaw shifts her hammer to two hands and um, goes in with kind of a, almost like a baseball swing, just kind of really leading, <laughs> with you know, with the elbow and like the full follow through, and just kind of cleaves across its belly. With the like meat grindery part of the, it rips off right a couple of his. Uh, he he tr he steps back at a moment and wave and and uh, flings his staff down as a spark of energy. Like tries to slow down the hammer, but it doesn't do much as uh, his belly scales just get ripped and bent off, revealing soft uh, fish flesh underneath. Ew. Fishy flesh. <laughs> 
fishy fish flesh. Fish flesh. All right. Um, uh, end of turn, Berja? Yes, end of turn. We have Essen and Grumbar followed by top. Hands of Ao. Uh, right, so, who, which Hands of Ao are down here? We had said someone uh, came with. Over by Scrim, we have Bogrash and Edith. They oh, did Bogrash come and they and wanted Edith. to see how we fought. So, <laughs> well, that was specifically right. what Valden had said to Oilvane. Mm. Um, I believe. And Edith and, said, I want to see what he can do. Oh, oh no, wait. Valden, yeah, yeah, sick. Edith is over there. Okay, so Valden, Valden, uh, near, uh, just looks to Oil Vane, and she says, uh, she says, so, how do you, you cook just a fish? Stand here? You just and, like uh, she just <laughs> is holding, she's holding her, uh, She's holding her, her rod. Is that what she's holding? She has. She's Who's holding rod? somebody's rod. Mm. Har, har, har. What does mm. she har, har. Har, har, nothing. She, her mini has a staff. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was a staff. That's right. She carries a long staff. And uh, she's just Double holding rod. it casually at her side, not making a motion to, uh, to make an attack against these guys. She's just looking she's at oil. She's not participating. <laughs> she literally just came to watch. <laughs> And uh, that's what she does. The other two hands of Ao are uh, are with Scrimcorn. And Scrimcorn, what form are you in? The swarm of copies. And the swampy uh, copy. Swamp. Edith, Edith speaks to Bogrash and says, "Have you ever seen a? Have you ever seen a druid that can shift into uh, into multiple life forms?" And Bogrash says, first time." And uh, he looks at Scrimcorn, just kind of squinting his eyes. But there's admiration in it. One of the compies blushes, and then the other ones hiss at him and be like, come on, get, get in line, man. Come be on, cool. Keep, keep be cool. <laughs> All right, uh, go. Uh, All right, next? Back, back to the top. We are got Baron with Kutua Harpoon on deck. Sweet. Um, remind me of these yellow dots. Is this a web that Dresden did? I think it's uh, uh, grease. Eelhorn. You can tell because Dresden acted this combat great Houston um, what was the effect of the grease are they prone or anything uh, one of them is prone there's a prone marker oh yeah there's a teeny tiny little prone marker right there <laughs> great love it so as I recall from prone melee attacks have advantage I believe you are correct money well that's money. the case what? Oh, damn. Um, we want him prone Baron as a Bonus action is going to attack him with the spectral hammer, which is actually in his square, but we couldn't fit it because that happens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Can't actually see the shadow of this one because the bottom is transparent. Um, yes. Uh, and that's going to swing in. Let me see where that is. There we go. Uh, for a plus eight. Let me roll that. Crunch tag. Actually, it's both of them. Does that get? Yeah, that should get. It's a melee attack, right? So the spectral hammer should get advantage. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's a melee attack, makes sense. So that's oh, a that's twenty-two or something. Easy, you got it. Great. That will be a one d eight plus five. So quick, pop one of those. So ten force damage. Ten force damage to whip number two. Cool. How's this guy looking? Oh, he's a harpoon. Wait, he's, they're both harpoon one. 
Now that one is Harpoon 2. Great. Uh, Harpoon 2, how much damage did you say? 10? 10. He's, uh, he's still kicking pretty strongly. Like he, uh, Great. He got hit by it, but uh, he's he's a lot tougher than his than his others. These are, these are clearly warriors. Great, and that was a bonus action to do all that, and then Baron uh, reaches in with his hand, glowing with a sort of I don't know, sort of an unmaking aura, as he says, "Moradin, draw the breath of life from my enemies," as uh, he reaches in to lay his hand upon this creature. Oh no. And he is, is going to be a uh, also at a plus eight. Where's my dice? There, my dice. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a 19 there. That'll definitely hit. That'll definitely hit. And that's going to be 3d10. I think that's... Where's the d10? There's the d10. Ooh. That's Weak right. rolls. Seven. Seven necrotic damage. It's on the same one? Yes, same Number one. Two. Yeah. Seven. The one who is prone that I get advantage on. Seven necrotic damage. Whoops, I have my numbers backwards. Uh, that gets him. And that, you can see some of his scales, uh, the scales on his body bend upwards and back like a wilting, like wilting Ooh. leaves on Ooh. a plant as he... As it lets out a groan, uh, but he uh, still he's on the ground, like holding his whip, and you see he's he's in a sort of guard stance, uh, looking to uh, jump up as soon as there's an opening. But he's been hit by this barrage. I'm also reversing their numbers because in my where I'm tracking their hit points, I had it backwards, and it's easier to he change. He ain't here. gonna be telling no fortunes no more. Great, but he is still yeah. prone. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, Excellent. Knock him over. I like him. Yeah. Until is your turn done? My turn is done. Okay, then he gets up. Uh, he gets up. I said. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. So yeah, he, uh, the guy that, that Baron had just hit, uh, leaps up onto his feet and whips out with his, uh, not his whip. Like, they're called whips, but it's actually has a heart. Um, hmm. Whips. Whip. Whip, whip it. What he actually has, since I haven't really Orange described quick. his weapon, they have a uh, a sort of uh, a pole weapon. It's it's not super long. Let's see, does it even okay. have reach? Oh, it does. It has uh, it does have reach. Um, so they have sword. a they have a long pole weapon that opens up into two ends with teeth on the inside. It looks like oh, it is uh, man to, catcher to grab. Oh, oh what? Uh, oh, it is a man catcher. It's a man catcher. Oh, that brings back memories. And uh, he takes. Oh, if he takes a step, he's. What's the rule on? He's Greece? on Greece. Yeah. What's if on that? You enter it for the first time or end your turn. Ah. Okay. So he gets up. He's going to move. Oh, if he moves, he's going to provoke an attack of opportunity from both of you. No, um, no. We do not have <laughs> melee weapons. We have punches. Oh, I so mean, unarmed attack. Still an unarmed attack. He backs up down reaction. the hallway. He provokes attack an attack down. from uh, Baron and Drusen. Do you take it? Baron does not. Okay. Nay. His so, reactions are more valuable. Nay. He has the movement speed to do that. Yeah. So he uses half, and then he goes over there. Okay. So he provokes. Warcaster would be nice. And now, he uh, he strikes out at Drusten with his uh, oh. with his man catcher. Man catcher. Oh, Seven? that's oh, gonna be. Seven, a way to catch a man. That's gonna be eleven. 
Uh, does not hit. Then the other he one from the grease, and he just kind of slips around and can't hit Drusen. Does he end his turn in the grease? The yeah, the, at the end. Uh, oh, hang on. So he had a uh, fifteen, uh, twenty. Okay, he has enough to go back here. Oh no, but he can't. Oh, he can move after his attack. Yes, yes. it's fifth edition. Um. So then this guy with the the other one with the man catcher, who is also standing on the grease, uh, strikes out in a uh, to join the first one, uh, hoping to catch Drewston while Drewston is sidestepping the first attack, and it'll be a fourteen. Ha <laughs> Some of that grease that's gotten on the man catcher and it slides off of Drewston's <laughs> sculpted dwarven breastplate. I like your ha-ha-ha. The wild and, uh, fish do not work on me. He, and then that, that, Kuatoa, that Kuatoa with the, with the man-catcher takes, uh, retreats a little bit further into the room, staying clear of Bearjaw, who's slaughtering the people he's supposed to be protecting. Ooh, come on over! Come and on over. Uh, getting some distance from Bairn and Drustin. That is the two Kuatoa whips. Great. What's next? Uh, Justin is Justin's next. Oh, Justin! Oh. After that, we got normal Kuto, oh. which I, mean, I believe means the spear guy. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, the spears are also not numbered. Excellent. Justin saw his eel horn out, and now that he can see into the room, he sees Bear Dust surrounded by these Kutoa. Oh, no I'm not surrounded by them. <laughs> he has no doubt of her capability, but he thinks <laughs> he'll just kind of add to the fun here. And he takes his eel horn and blows it. <laughs> oh my. And he casts Grease uh, <laughs> right underneath uh, these Kotoa right about. Oh, oh, I see. So fly. Right here. Uh, now, part of that is in the fire, and you can decide if... No, that's actually a rough terrain. Oh, never mind. That part of that, that is... That was a dead Kuatoa. That's right. Uh, so rough terrain and greasy. One, two, three spears have to make it. That's 30, 15. Okay. All right. Let's go with... Okay, I have got these guys right here. Ta-da! Uh, dexterity what? 15. Okay, so the 14 might get it. Let's see. Do they even have... Nope. Wow. <laughs> they Clumsy all fail. Clumsy fishmen. Clumsy fishmen. Like Poor a fish out of water. Ha. Huh. Yeah, I wish you like yeah, you can't, well, can We you, can just put the prone token down, admittedly. Yeah, you can't I, that's move what them I was once they're do. prone. Uh, you guys can do whatever you want, but uh, we'll get the prone markers. And Okay, so I'll all three... Or go ahead and okay, give it a description, uh, Kevin. Oh, it, I mean, grease appears. So, uh, slime. It's not grease. Slime. Uh, slime Ooh, starts bubbling up from slime. the stones uh, amongst their feet, and they see little blips and drops of little slime slugs within it. Um, and yeah. and uh, as it starts to bubble up, they take a cautious step, and so their feet cannot find purchase, and they slap down into the slime. <laughs> what am I, a tadpole? Mm-hmm. Uh, insult to be called an amphibian by the fish people. <laughs> Drewston is then going to move. 5, 10, 15, 
Oh, that's a guy right there. 20. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have to pass through the grease? Yes, and I make my dexterity saving throw. Portents! With a 14. Hey, someone stole my 14. Uh, I use my 14 portents, which gives me a fix, uh, 16, or 15 dexterity saving throw. Just what I needed. And Justin, studying his books this morning, had come upon his notes from his journey into the tomb of the slime lord, Ugisla. And remembering that, he had strapped some little uh, metal cleats to his boots, just the front, so he kind of tiptoes through on those metal cleats, cling to the ground so he can get through. And that'll be Classic Drustin. Yeah. Classic Drustin. All right. Kutoa, the prone ones. Uh, the prone ones, well, they all stand up. Will the real Kuatoa get rid of these little prone markers? Okay. He turns. So, these Kuatoa go to surround Bearjaw. Kuatoa. Someone just party. Oh, sorry, that's me. Did you spawn it? Yes, as it's for current thing. Yeah, it, it pops up a thing on my screen. Um, he goes like this. Whoopsie. And uh, so the Kuatoa maneuver around Bearjaw to surround her, giving them flanking, which is, I feel like we don't use. Two, two more could actually get We definitely do. They crossed her out the bed. The bed we crossed. use flanking, definitely. Oh, oh you, oh, you got plenty there getting flanking. Yeah, we got you. so much flank. But I like your idea. Uh, so oh, they surround Bearjaw to uh, to get flanking, and uh, here you go. Here they is link arms, and they are plus three. The, rhyme. <laughs> the first one is going to be a twelve. No which is miss. The second one will be a <laughs> another twelve. You're looking for a sixteen. The third one is a thirteen, and the fourth one is a sixteen. Jeez. Hey. There you go, Lassie. All right. Three of them distract you, and one of them puts you with Smacks me in the so, face. So, can it be the red one? It's yes. the red one. Yeah, it definitely is. And uh, it hits he with three and says, "Set me up, boys." Five piercing damage. All right, so that's halved. So two. Dose. Uh, so yeah, it is. Three of them are are stabbing at Bearjaw, but she's got her shield, uh, which she had just bashed uh, one of them with, and blocks one of the spears. The other well, I mean, one just can't even her, get through her pack. Yeah, one of them stabs you in the pack in the back, and uh, and can't get can't get through your uh, massive backpack. Uh, the other one just hits her in the armor and does nothing, but the red one slips past the defenses <laughs> and draws just a drop of blood. Just a drop of blood. That's at, the same, at the same time. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Compies, uh, whoopsie, didn't mean to bring that map up. Let's put it off to the side Compies. for a second. Uh, Compies, what's your perception? Uh, I believe that would still be my... Sorry, looking for it. No Why problem. Why can't I spell? Oh, it's plus six. Yeah, so 16 resting. I was called passive. Brown. Passive. Passive. Right. Uh, sorry, I, I wasn't paying attention when you gave the answer. 16, 16 passive. passive. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, 
Compies hear a whistle. Scrimcorn, you hear a whistle behind you. It is a low whistle. It is obviously coming from Bogrash. <laughs> butt. As he gives a quick, sharp whistle, and he, and he says, Company. And sure oh. enough, Scrimcorn can hear uh, uh, the webbed, wet... The pitter-patter. Uh, What's the noise of like <laughs> wet slapping? Wet slapping. Yeah, the slapping. That's the word. He hears like the slapping. The slapping of the uh, of webbed floppy. feet on stone. They are uh, they are moving swiftly, but trying to be quiet. Uh, they are trying. coming towards the staircase that you're at, huh? and uh, uh, yes. uh, and Bogrush holds up his. <clears throat> I'm looking at the picture of him so I can always get the best thing. Hey, oh, yeah. He has a three-headed flail uh, that he uses. Uh, uh, metal flail heads with an entirely metal handle. Uh, and like overcompensation. And so chains. Hot. And, uh, yeah, and so Bogrash, he holds bulb. it up and gets ready. And uh, they are coming up the stairs. Scrimcorn, what are uh, are you watching that side? Are you letting Bogrash take this or what? You know, they want to watch what the companies can do. I want to watch what they can do. Uh, Scrim will not... uh, Basically, they're coming up the stairs. Is there an opportunity... Are you basically saying, am I getting out of the way? Or, like, is is Bogresh between me and where they're coming? Um, No, no, no. They're all, like... You're all sort of standing... uh, in the stairway here, so any of you could be anywhere. Just You just tell me what Scrimcorn okay. intends. I intend to stop guys from coming in, but basically, Bogrush has a clear shot to take anyone out who's come up the stairs. Anyone who gets by him is going to go through a swarm of copies. They're going to be mired in swamp, in swampies. Bogrush, as you hear the uh, uh, as you hear the slapping uh, get closer and start heading up the stairs and you hear the little hushed uh, whispers of Kuatoa, Bogrush spins his flail around one time and slams it down onto the stairs and when he does so, you see uh, arcs of lightning shoot out from his three-headed flail and, uh, and roll down the stairs like a like an electric slinky as the lightning very very fast but you can see it just goes and it arcs down the stairs and you hear the uh the screams the fishy bubbly screams of kuatoa at the bottom going and these people they're the hands of ao and uh, and then Bogrush, slinky. As, soon as, slinky. as soon as Bogrush, like as he slams it down, he holds it back up and he starts he starts just spinning it above his <laughs> head with a big grin on his face. And uh, Edith is just standing there, uh, sort of sword sword um, at the ready, but she's not like in a battle stance. She's just kind of watching Bogrush and watching Scrim watch Bogrush. Hmm. Watching you, watching the watchers. Who's next? I believe it is uh, Scrim. By the way, one of the guys ended on Greece. One of the Kotoa ended on Greece. Oh. X15. Oh, yeah, look at that. Okay. Whoa. It's just no, he right actually gets oh, it. Oh, impressive. <laughs> uh, I'll Stay standing. Uh, it is Scrim. <laughs> Scrim Scrim corn. readies for a guy coming uh, into his square. He's, he's holding the line. He's not going to pursue. Being a cautious holding. Hey, Greg, I think we have one Kuotoa who didn't go. Who didn't go, Atoa? Where? 
the shaman? Over the shaman? Here. He has a different initiative. So, no, that's that the spear guy who attacked us. Oh, you're right. Never both of, Yeah, both of the uh, harpoon guys went. Uh, it is Mwok. The man catchers. And then it's the shaman. Mawok. Mawok. We take the opportunity here to talk a little bit about current state of Mock's crafting space. So, Mock there kind of uh, hunched in the corner of a space that is, of course, you know, too small for anyone's preference. But uh, at this point, reasonably well set up to meet his needs. And he is, after all, a, uh, a, a dwarf who's accustomed to building in, in a variety of settings. And you see that the, the, the setup that he has is one that is, that is very efficient. You have kind of even some decorative kind of metal strapping that is uh, kind of patterned on the walls and the ceilings, kind of creating a little bit more of like the uh, a bit of a dwarven uh, design decor, if you will. Aesthetic. Well, aesthetic, indeed. But uh, apart from that, there are just small and large kind of like shelves that have been kind of hastily built there to contain all manner of of either reagents used for for crafting or small kind of or tools ranging some ranging from fine to to very large and you have uh, even some some kind of like decorative elements where there is a nice place for him to prominently kind of hang his uh, the the chisel which is a represent uh, representation of his rank as a clan crafter but more so than anything kind of display wise there is a, a larger, more visible kind of, you could look at it and think about it as kind of cubbies that have been set up to display um, some rather unusual items that have been collected. And on, on top, you just see kind of written in dwarven, simple dwarven runes, rare items of interest. And in those cubbies, you have um, a, f a few different things. You have a, a, a collection of a few of the uh, the, the storm opals and, uh, and onyxes. And yeah, yeah, Mock keeps some of those where he goes, just depending on what might happen. But there are a few displayed there. You also have uh, a small item of devil iron yeah. uh, recently placed there, uh, and you see that he's also added that that chunk of true silver that he was able to mine from the trip uh, uh, to to kind of uh, get the, the, the neothalid tentacle. So you see that there's there's some spaces, but there's clearly some 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 items and some some uh, elements of, of, of interest to him, and he's kind of displaying these in a prominent place uh, for, for him uh, as, as a reminder to investigate further, but also as, as evidence of some of the, the strange and wonderful things that he's encountered uh, during, during the travels so far. Um, Mock himself, you see, kind of, you know, hastily as he stepped up to his bench, he didn't kind of get into any sort of gear, but throws on a, a kind of a heavy leather apron to be working at the forge. And you see, you know, like in Costco, if you're going to go to the food court, you'll see put on people put on hairnets. That's not how dwarves work. Dwarves have nicely, nice practical and, and maybe kind of somewhat adorned uh, beard rings that, that, uh, that you clamp on the beard and it just kind of keeps the hair all, all together and, and out of their oh, work. Nice. So cl clamps up his beard with a few uh, of those rings um, and then kind of sets, sets at, at, at his task with, uh, with a jeweler's scope and one eye kind of just, you know, casually hanging there and, uh, and uh, you know, the, the, the tools that he needs. Um, turning to those tools... Mock is crafting some of these smoke bombs, and I thought that this would be an opportunity to talk a little bit about what 
the ex world of explosives is with dwarves. Because when we think about modern explosives, we think about things of great power. But that's not the state of things in the world that we have. These are items that are very rough and m not very effective. Like the dwarves use these, these, these powders, these blasting powders in their mining efforts, but they're like nothing on the order of potency of dynamite. Um, there are things that are used kind of to assist. You'll, you'll, you'll even kind of like set a small charge as you pry with crowbars, things of that nature, or kind of getting it kind of within deep cracks. So there's, there's a rather rough chemistry. And he has, he has kind of a, a one set of shelves that it contains chemical reagents like fluxes for for forge welding uh things to kind of scour and etch metal acids little acid vials probably things he's gotten from scrim or refined from scrim to perform any kind of like etching work that he may need and he has kind of some coarse stone like like chunk sulfur and you know kind of like very coarse you know, uh, impure saltpeter things that he might use to make some some powders and he just he knows these recipes as passed down from kind of dwarven generations but these aren't this isn't technology that's under heavy development, and so they're, they're rather rudimentary. So with Mock, it's just a simple matter of kind of looking to some scrap cases of metals that he has, picking up a few kind of shells, banging them together, heating a few things, and creating some simple casings. Um, from the casing, you see him grab a chunk of kind of like, you know, twisted kind of like, 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 like maybe filings and some nasty things that he could throw in there as like shrapnel. Um, you see kind of like maybe a bin of like half-made, you know, crow's feet that he might use kind of in, in a cave sitting. But he throws them in there, um, kind of grinds up some of this powder, and you see in them kind of like, you know, with, with these metal casings, some of them he even just ties up in like in like whatever burlap satchel. They're they're pretty rough things. <laughs> he's just looking for some smoke. He's looking for some sound. Something for to just shock and awe and create a bit of a distraction. He's just sitting there, kind of like you know, pretty deftly uh, working on these things. It's only been a couple of minutes, so maybe he's cranked out two of them by now. And uh, you know, but he's got the process down. And you see him just kind of lining them up, and he's got like a, a bushel there uh, to, to to be carted carted down the way and and, and thrown about for use of the group. And. As when Mock is just beginning this, Taita uh, steps down into the below deck and had asked him, would you mind if I simply observed your process for a while? Oh, of course, Taita. Of course. Uh, please, uh, view my, my, my tools and any recommendations you may have uh, as to items I may acquire or add. I'm always looking to... Hmm, to uh, refine my, my, my techniques and create new and wonderful things. Uh, your, your knowledge of tools are very foreign to mine and I would, uh, would appreciate any suggestions. Uh, also, and he kind of just gives a little nod to the anvil, which is the centerpiece of all of it, right? It is right. The, take, the one that is kind of use for, useful for all sorts of mundane things, but also has this big question mark on it. And he says, also, there is this hunk of metal and he gives it a bit of a kick and he says, Still working on that one, but perhaps it'll be the work of my grandchildren. Uh, probably, probably bears if we're being honest. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and and, uh, and she yeah. says, uh, "Yes, you dwarves are, are you, a bit short-lived to accomplish truly great things." And <laughs> and so, uh, but she spends just the time watching, and uh, you know, he, he he invites, and and she says, first I'd like to understand your process." Mm. And she's just, she's observing, but she's not just standing there, like, she's getting close, like, she's watching, he's starting to pour, you know, into, uh, you know, pour different ingredients together, and she gets close, she looks, she's, she's, uh, she's paying very careful attention to what he's doing. 
It's good. Yeah. Hey, he just he keeps it out. He he uh, he's not. Yeah, he just gets back into his zone and, and starts kind of working for working for volume here. He's uh, there. There's these are hopefully things that will be used in short order. All right. Who's next, Dan? Uh, we got. Oh, that's the shaman. Then oil van. Ooh, the shaman. Here, shaman, shaman. Okay. I got it for that. I got to go to my other window. <clears throat> what do all of these spells do? Oh, dear. That doesn't sound good. Mm. Kill Bearjaw. Not. These are, huh. these are a bunch of, like, Drusten-like spells. Whoops. Uh, one sec. Yeah, I didn't actually he read all. He summons the illusion of Sir Mander. Oh no! One weakness. Uh, That's the true man catcher. <laughs> the true man catcher. <laughs> Goodness. Ugh, there we go. Okay, I was having a browser issue. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 So the uh, the shaman takes he shifts back. Wait, is shifting an action? No, no, it's not a thing anymore. You, you can, can disengage. Can disengage. That's the word I was. But that's your whole action. But that's an action. Okay, so then he stays there. Does he disengage? Uh, the shaman, uh, the shaman grabs his spear in two hands and uh, and lowers oh, it down to the ground and then raises it up and then lowers it down and raises it up in a wave-like pattern. And the water that had sort of bubbled uh, up in this room. Go ahead. Greg, I'm going to react. Is he casting a spell? He is casting a spell. Yes. Counter I'm going to cast counterspell. Okay, hang on. I couldn't hear Kevin. Um, I'm going to cast Counterspell as a reaction. As a reaction. So what is the trigger to the beginning casting a spell? Uh, one reaction which you take when you see a creature within 60 feet of you casting a spell. You attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell, much like how I interrupted you in the process of describing him casting ah, a spell. That's what it says <laughs> in the description. <laughs> it says interrupt the dungeon master. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> up third level or lower, it's spell. Peril. Not necessary, okay, hang on, hang on. also He's, part of it. He is still reading So it. if it's third level or lower, auto cancel. Okay. If it's casting a spell fourth level or higher, it's it fourth. And, okay, so I was actually casting this as a fourth level spell because uh-huh. might as well. So now fourth level or spire, the fourth level or higher, the interrupted spell has no effect. Fourth level or lower, presumably. <laughs> but yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, okay, then yeah, he 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 grabs his staff and as he does that, he's like he lowers it down, raises it up, and the water starts Nothing's bowing happening. up in the room. Like it starts the 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 water starts sort of dancing, like little droplets appear, and then he lowers his staff again to pull up. Uh, the water stronger, and that's when. What does this look like, Tristan? Suddenly, yeah, I'm fascinated. Uh, Tristan feels something very hot uh, burning against his side, and he releases a catch on his pack, and an hourglass falls out. There's an hourglass he took from Zolmar's yes! treasure room. Yes, Zolmar! from Zolmar. It falls to the ground, 
It is engulfed in magical, purple magical flames. And you see the uh, the sand within it that falls to the bottom is shooting up towards the top. And oh. basically the spell effect goes in reverse. The water drop will flash down to the ground and just get pulled back into the staff uh, as kind of uh, uh, purple fire seems to like grab the spell effect and then reverse the time of what happened. Wow. And, oh, I've been waiting so long. <laughs> and uh, the the shaman reacts as his uh, his his fish eyes go wide. Do fish <laughs> eyes Bear go John, wide? Bear Do they John even have eyelids? They're always like super wide. Gross. His fish head shakes and his uh, fish his fish ooh, mouth ooh. flops. What sound does and he make? He goes. <laughs> Bear Bearja like tilts her head, kind of watching this, and then holds up. Like one finger and just kind of shakes it back and forth very, very methodically. Like, mm, mm, mm. Oh, that's so satisfying. And uh, the shaman will then uh, take uh, a several panicked steps backwards through a doorway. Is that a? Um, is that going uh, to provoke an attack of a an attack the opportunity? opportunity. <sighs> Roll. Hammer back. still wielded in two hands. Ooh, crunch back. backhand. Oh, it fell, <laughs> That's a two. It fell off this That's weird 12. ledge. That's why it's she propped swings, up. Oh my god. She swings at him, like really wants to do that, but she was in the middle of finger wagging, so she had to like really quick put her hand oh, yeah. back on the back on the hammer. There's a D four okay, stuck under here. Yeah, but hang on. She's let 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 her go. So That's I okay. That was it. Either. That was it. She whooshed. Oh, she whooshed him. Okay, yeah. And Sam's right. There's a there's a deep. Don't take it out. Oh, you already did. I this did. Time, be careful, because if this map falls down, uh, everything the will spirit hammer. <laughs> the spirit so hammer we'll just, has a strength we'll to spend an entire floor of the magic tower. <laughs> it's oh, it was mighty. the spirit hammer. It die. Was the spirit. <laughs> I was wondering why this whole thing was like crooked up a little bit. But you just gotta put a sugar packet on the other side. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. Uh, she whips, and the shaman disappears uh, through that doorway around a corner there. You know from the geography of this place, I mean, it's not that big. You're, it's not many places he could go, but who knows what's in that back room. Um, he comes out of the gambling gun. He disappears <laughs> back there. <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to use this instead. Uh, it is now Oilbug, followed by Bearbutt. Bearbutt. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, you've got, vein. That, you've got an audience. We've got an audience. Uh, oil vein. Uh, he says, uh, oh, "I can cook fish," and uh, I'm a real good cook. <laughs> I'm a real good cook. Uh, yeah, and he's gonna. He puts his his hands into like. Well, he kind of shoulders his staff. Puts his like the staff in between his hands. His hands are forming a triangle shape. His thumb, his thumbs, and his uh, index fingers. Okay. And uh, a line of fire emits the triangle down the staff towards uh, these two guys right here. Let's okay. See. Oh, I see. Ah, a line. Yeah. Okay. So it's a uh, five foot line now. Thirty feet long. So. Is it a saving throw or an attack roll? It's a saving throw. They have to beat a dexterity of fifteen. Okay, let's see if it hits first. This will be for one and two on them. 
I love that the physics is locked. Oh, that is uh, abysmal on both of them. Oh, okay. All right. So they both definitely miss. Uh, however, as Oilvane is doing this, so how he was making a triangle out of his thumb and forefingers. I get that. What was he doing at the staff? Uh, it's kind of weird. He's got the staff is basically going through the triangle. So the skull, the skull portion of his staff is uh, facing towards the. It's weird. I don't know. I don't okay, know. no, no, I get it. I dig it. I get it. I get it. Resting on your shoulder. He's and your resting arms on are his both shoulder. Stretched. It's a bazooka. He's doing Dick a bazooka. Dick is going through <laughs> the triangle of his hand. Kind of resting on his thumbs. We, we, we would benefit from a sketch, but I think I'm following. I think I'm following. Yeah. And uh, so right as he begins to take aim, uh, Valden takes a step closer to him and outstretches oh, no. uh, outstretches her staff. Oh, it looks like uh, Eric just dropped, but uh, you should just be able to rejoin. Yeah, uh, computer just is lagging here. Uh, yeah. Give me one sec. Yeah, it's fine. So uh, as you do that, she reaches out her staff and touches it to the uh, to the, the the inside of Oilvane's boot, uh, and then just raises it up to stroke along the inside of his leg, and a uh, a dark. Um, a dark purple energy shoots out from the staff and moves up through <laughs> oil veins body. And when that oh. blast of, is it a fire blast? It's fire. It's got as, like a dark, uh, as the fire blast, uh, as the fire blast shoots out with that, with the sort of shadowy twinge, there's this purple swirl that is moving along with it. That oil vein knows is not wow. his own magic. Wow. Oh, Super oh God. Trash. Did she uh, get consent? Oil vein now pregnant. <laughs> Now Certainly roll not. damage. <laughs> oil vein makes noise that goes. Whoa. He does that. <laughs> All right, time to roll some damage. This is a three d eight here. Uh, uh, roll an extra d eight with that. Uh, whoops. Should give you a little boosty. Little boosty boost. And that one is necrotic damage. Hmm. What is this? Twenty-one fire or twenty-one damage to get all together? Five. Five is uh, necrotic. Oh, that, I mean that completely <clears throat> kills both of those Kuatuas easily. <laughs> this one. Yeah, this these one? two are dead. Well, it landed right on the edge. All right, yeah, so the blast goes out and it just strikes through Akuatoa into another one uh, and just uh, burns a hole through the first one and slams the other one who flies backwards against the wall as the beam continues to just burn into the stone behind both of them. There's a smell of rotted of uh, rotted flesh, flesh that immediately fills the air as the purple necrotic energy dissipates into the air. And, uh, <laughs> and then she just says, she just says, was that good for you? <laughs> He's definitely leaning over a bit. Like he can't stand up straight completely. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's bracing himself. Bearjaw, if you can focus on the fight and not what you just saw. I, you are next. I mean, she luckily she was she was looking the other way. <laughs> uh, she's got this decision to make here. I mean, mm. I'm just gonna give the system a quick reboot. It's still hanging pretty hard. 
But All right. keep going. So she's going to do um, a double two-handed attack to the Kuotoa spear guy, yeah. Red, right in front of her. That one's yep. going to be a reckless. Ooh. Of course it is. Because I, I can do that with melee, right? That's Absolutely. Like, you can only okay, do it with yay. melee. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, give me lay advantage. Oh, <gasps> oh well, it's almost shit. a crit. Ooh, wow. So close. 20. Wow. So 20 total. You have a plus 14? No, it was a 10. No, 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 no it was no, a no, six, sum were, of 10. You were adding oh, them together. Oh, sorry. It was, six, it was, it was a, a six high and a four. Sorry, a 16. Which also hits. 16. We get to roll our d20s together? <laughs> we, can, we can do whatever we want. I got um, a 39. It's because you moused over it and both were highlighted. Shut so up. It's oh. Shut up. But you okay. had a... It's a 16, oh. which hits. You're good. Mix smash. It's going to... Mix smash. Mix smash. <laughs> okay. All right. So that is plus nine, 13. 13, is there any additional damage? That's, I'm including the additional damage. Any raging oh, gotcha. damage? I mean, I, thought it, was, I thought it was a whole other die, or maybe that's only when it's a range. That is death. another die. That That's a D10 instead of a D8. Uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was more than one die. That's all I was saying. Negativo. That's for um, throwing. That's for throwing. Yeah, that will kill, uh, that will kill your quarry. Smash, he is the dead. Um, and that one, yeah. that one, she just knocks his arm off, his, the Ooh. arm that holds the weapon, and he just bleeds out so fast. Oh, it's just, it, yeah, it's just an art, it's just spewing fish blood. Uh, anime all blood the room as he yeah, fall, as it falls down. Tarantino. He's he's grasping like wildly at the stump where his arm was, trying to stop the blood flow, and it's like three seconds later, and he just goes motionless. And then she's going to, with her second attack, throw the hammer. <sighs> at the other Kuatoa. If you have an enemy within melee range, you have disadvantage. I do? On ranged attacks. Really? Okay. Really? That's yes. new information to me, but okay. We don't do it very often. We've been playing for two years. I feel like that's never happened. Uh, uh, we love melee attacks. Why would you throw something if someone's in, case, in melee range? In which case, I'm not going to do that. I will provoke an attack of opportunity. And go here. Is that? Am I still within his range? No, you are not You're within his there. reach. Then his attack I would, of opportunity is then I will, a uh, fourteen. Nope. And that concludes his opportunity. He stabs at Bearjaw as Bearjaw just. I imagine Bearjaw just walks ah. away from that guy. Oh you god! You could go 17. further. Do you have a line on the shaman? I rolled. He he. Well, he will have very high cover if you do it from there. It's a, it's oh, a I didn't wall. see that. I didn't see that wall. Yeah, there's a whole how wall about, here. How about here? Okay, is that better? You basically got to go in there if you want to get rid of the heavy. Uh, fine. She walks in. Okay. So what Bear Joss sees as she instead. walks as she walks through the doorway in the back of the uh, in the back of the room here, she sees. What was clearly once a small room, a closet, maybe a washroom. Uh, that looks the, like a toilet right there. I mean, yes, oh. in, in the in the huh. modern picture, he's gonna die on the toilet. A, a toilet. But uh, what Bear Jaw sees is what Thank maybe you. was a uh, a washroom, uh, although it's all just um, it's all just broken wood and uh, rotted wood and some uh, some like fungal and uh, moss growth in here. Moss? No, I'm thinking of. Algae. Algae. Um, 
lichen. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And what she sees the Kua Toa doing in here is he has his staff in uh, what was maybe once a toilet, and he has it slammed in there, and he is plunging it with his <laughs> staff, going. Is that his exit? Is that his secret exit? Listen, uh, you clog the toilet. That's what he sees. When you clog the toilet, you, you take care it. of it. You take you care of it. Fix it, no matter Hard what. Hard rule. Drewston, you got tongues Hard active, rule. right? Uh, no, not tongues, but comprehend language, yes. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, so you can understand them. Uh, yeah. Actually, they speak under common, right? Didn't we determine that? Yeah. So Oilbane yeah, oil and Drewston can hear him as he's and going, and he is speaking in a very thick Kuotoa dialect. Um, he is speaking, uh, uh, he is shouting and saying, uh, he's saying, there are intruders, many intruders, uh, escape, escape to the depths, save yourselves. Yeah, that's what we wanted. <laughs> yes, that's what we wanted. Also, we're going to kill him. Um, so, yeah, so she comes out there. She rolls her 17, but it's a melee instead because she's obviously right there. Um, that hits because it's a, he's like a 14 to hit or a 16. I don't know. It's a guy. It's a 13. Jump, jump in. Jump in anytime. 13. Thir- okay, 13 to hit. 13. So it's a D10 then. Wow! Oh, oh, 11 what? plus or uh, plus nine, so ten, ten. Ten damage to the old uh, kaboom! Sham- to the old shaman there. Hits him in the back, like. Sham- hey, remember me? All right. He's still up. Um, so I so I hit that one guy. I moved. I hit this one. Still have a little movement left if you want to move around, movement. but otherwise. Um, she's gonna just stay right there because it's nice to have a little line of line of sight on those guys. Okay. All right. Staying put. End of turn. Uh, knock knock. Next up is the sub facets. People like Essen, Grumbar, Aurora, and Tida. Sub facets. So most of the them were up top. Of and I'm I'm handling. I'm handling the different hands of ale with whoever's closest to them, so we can just do them at the same time. And then it's the hands of ale. Alright, so we will then you're saying basically that they go along with the uh, the players. Then it is yeah. Baron and then the Harpoons. Baron. We are in the next round. Go Baron. Anything happens at the top of the round. Um, let's see here. So first Baron is gonna try and move in. Uh, what's the mechanics on the grease? Uh, when you enter it for the first time, deck 15, or you fall prone. And then um, it's half your movement to stand up and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Alright, well, we'll try that. He's going to enter into it. So as soon as he enters in, da-da-da, so we'll roll that for a second. Careful, cousin! Careful! Oh, dear. Oh, oh, it's a little slippery. Oh, that's promising. I think I have a decent dex bonus. One second. Uh, yeah. Uh, ooh, plus two. Oh, no. No, no. no yeah, yeah, plus two. So that's 14, so he falls prone there. Just going to move that out of the way, yeah. that one. Yeah, we'll put it here. So that was five, and so it's half your movement to stand back up. <laughs> yep. What's, what's it for moving prone? You can move all prone. Probably two fur. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much that's more than two fur. 
other than a forest of mushrooms. Gotcha. Yeah, it's got it's got to just be. Uh... All right. Uh, well, he stands up, so that's uh, I went five. It's half your total movement or half your remaining movement. They go a uh, crawl. Every foot of movement while crawling costs one extra foot. So yeah, it's double. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they word it that way. They word it that way because difficult terrain also costs an extra oh, foot. Yeah. So crawling through difficult terrain is three feet of movement for every one or foot. Or if of you progress. crawl through a forest of mushrooms. Yeah, I forgot this is difficult terrain. Oh, is it's it also, also difficult, difficult terrain? terrain? Yeah, I can oh, still move to where I did. I forgot too. Gotcha. That's just really slippery slime. That okay, so 510. 10 movement to go there. Gotcha. And then he falls. He falls prone. And then he <laughs> stands back up. On the slime. And that would be half of 25 is, we'll call it. 12 and a half. 12, so that's two squares down. So I, I, I don't, do, I, do I even have any movement left? I don't think so. Do you round up or round down in 4th, 5th edition? I can never remember. You always round down. Round down. Okay, so then it uses 10 feet of your movement to stand up. Okay, so, so you use twenty. You have five left, and that's not enough to get through any of these squares. That's correct. Oh, that's awesome. Jump. Cool. As However, a, you can see this guy. You have full no cover on. This can guy. I see this guy? Uh, yeah. yeah no cover. One? No cover. Perfect. All right. He's as a bonus action going to send his hammer to. We'll say there. Yeah. And uh, that's going to make an attack against that guy. I don't think there's any advantages or anything like that. Ghost hammer. That's a one. That's cool. So that's going to be a miss. And oh. then he is going to reach out and say, Muradin! What the fuck? Draw the breath of life from my enemy as he uh, casts Toll the Dead. Has this guy taken any damage, Harpoon One? Uh, they both have taken damage. Perfect. Um, he cast Toll the Dead, Toll the Dead on him. That's uh, a Dex, uh, excuse me, Wisdom 16 saving throw. Okay. Hooah. Oh, that's shit. That's a three. So no. <laughs> Great. So that's gonna be ba ba ba. Two D twelve. When is those? Are those twenties? Those are twenties. We don't need that. There we go. Uh, thirteen plus five, eighteen necrotic full, damage. Full spread. A one and a twelve. Uh, sorry. How much? Uh, how much damage? Eighteen total. That's Mr. Whip One, 18. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, he's hurting a lot. That last one, this is, which is spell is this? How does it hurt them? It's necrotic. It's necrotic damage and, uh, just draws the breath of life away from him. So he's just that much like less alive. And alive and yeah, he just, it away. he lets out a sputtering cough as a gray goo just dribbles down his fish chin and drips down as he's a little Ooh. unsteady on his feet as grip almost releases his man catcher as uh, he just goes uh, but he's like still standing but not much. I have Great. a family. That's Baron. <laughs> Baron is done. Then it is... Who did I say? Oh, yes. The, the harpoons. The harpoons slash whips. And then Dresden. So. Oh, well, like harpoons. That's me. I'm like... Someone's not paying I'm thinking someone's not paying attention. Um, You're right. That's a great character name. A nickname. Okay. So yeah, the uh, the harpoons go. Um, this harpoon 
<laughs> takes off down the hallway. Yeah. Oh no! What and does he, he see? Sees a swarm of compies <laughs> around the Whoa. corner. Um, <laughs> as he uh, he runs and he goes <laughs> and uh, stabs at uh, he stabs at Scrimcorn with his uh, with his man catcher. He's uh, Scrimcorn has heavy cover from this. No attack. men to catch here. Uh, but here you go. Should have brought your. Oh, it's working. Oh, that roll. That definitely hits. Um, you have a uh, heavy cover, which would be plus five. Um, then so your AC you plus five. What was the What was the total then? Uh, twenty. Uh, no, that still hits. Still hits. Amazing. Well, okay. the total was twenty. Yeah, I can't be um, responsible for that. So it does. Five piercing damage. Uh, if you were a medium or smaller creature, you would be grappled. <laughs> but swarms, if I remember correctly, are immune to the grappling effect. I believe so. And that five looks like a sweet, sweet two. Oh, because you have a uh, resistance to all. Yeah, that hasn't come up recently. You, you keep hitting me with things that kill swarms. Oh, they have two attacks. Why didn't I do that before? I knew something was wrong. Oh, wait, hang on. He doesn't have reach for you. Why so he can't do two attacks. Oh. Yeah. He doesn't um, have reach. He doesn't have reach with his bite. Um, oh, with his bite. Oh, right. Oh, he catches and then bites. He would be yeah, a compy. He catches and compie. bites. Okay. And he, he literally kills a compy. Yeah, he stabs forward <laughs> and kills one of the little compies, but sees the swarm as he then looks back as he still sees Baron around the corner over there, who just caused him to melt from the inside and the swarm of compies. And uh, he takes a couple of slippery steps backwards, unsteady as he uh, is unsure of which way to go. The other uh, harpooner, um, Kuatoa, uh, he, uh, uh, he stabs out at Drustin, who mm -hmm. is closest to him. Uh, can Baron see him? Uh, yes. Great. He uses his reaction to give him disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> Guys, we left fourth edition. On the first Stop attack. all room. this reaction <laughs> crap. <laughs> You're right. It's a lot of reactions. So that'll be a, uh, that'll be a mere 12. 12 does not hit. The light flashes in his eye. The man catcher creeps uselessly against the sculpted dwarven breastplate. Ooh. Is, the harpooner uh, is against its wiles. The harpooner falls backwards into this small room inside this uh, what was maybe once a uh, a shared bedroom. What do you call that? Like a a, a dormitory? Dorm. A dor oh, yeah, a dormitory. Yeah. Barrack. Uh, a barrack. A barrack. Barracks, like a barracks would be specifically for like military, right? I yeah. I don't yeah. know where it's for. Anyway, a dormitory. Uh, anyway, it uh, falls into this small room here, perhaps a storage closet, and he goes in and he shuts the door. The door is pretty weak and flimsy. It's an old door, but it does happen to still be on his hinges. Uh, but Did he disappears. Sobbing? He disappears into that room. Kuatoa is that, is crying too bloody? Uh, I'm not answering that question, Dan. I, need to know I know I that that was bait. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Drustin, finish the fight. <laughs> All right, Justin. Did Justin just cackle? Justin, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. uh, it's a witch! It's a witch! 
Drewston is going to cast Major Image. Uh, he's going to take out this Rift Neblin Labyrinth crystal that he has and flick it as the, uh, the kind of uh, rainbow magnetic lights come around. And he is creating an, an illusion that has sound uh, and feeling. Um, no, not feeling. Temperature. Uh, he's going to create the illusion feel. of the Kotoa Shaman. Now my range is 120 feet, and I can move, move the illusion 120 feet and around. So he's going to create the illusion of the Kotoa Shaman uh, coming out from this hallway. Nice. Now they'll come back. Uh, bloody and screaming and running <laughs> through the room <laughs> um, all the way out into the hallway and just yeah. like past the hair <laughs> uh, with the uh, purpose of get getting these other guys to run away and jump into them. Like so, their leader uh, has fallen to madness. Yeah, the shaman is just like holding his head with his big fishy eyes staring out going Can you make him speak? I, I can't speak under common right now. I can only understand. Uh, so uh, he's just going to be screaming, uh, running yeah. out of the room. In the uh, Okay. D uh, Basically if... to continue to demoralize these guys. Alright, gotcha. Um, and then he'll have to move. The spear guy remaining in this room is, uh, he's like looking in a panic as he sees uh, that guy run by. He's also the All only the one left. <laughs> Every single way out is blocked. And his turn is up, by the way. It is. Uh, Baron, turn. you need to roll another saving throw to see if you fall prone. God damn it. No, it's, it's only four. It's uh, starting or ending. Oh, oh it's, it's starting or ending. Ah, oh, you okay. fucking or when you fair. enter it for the first time? It's when you enter or end. Yeah. Oh, when you enter or end. Okay, great. So at the beginning of my turn, I won't have to roll a thing. No. <laughs> I'm hearing that it's just hard to be in Greece pretty much all the time. It's just a rough time. It's a oh, tough great. place to be. Cool. Is, is indeed up. And then Scrimcorn. Uh. He sees no, the shaman. Right. What does Baron do when the shaman illusion runs by him? Uh, he... He's transparent. Let's he see. He, he tries to get out of the way, I guess. So Baron sidesteps and lets him pass by. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then this this Kotoa uh, just runs uh, the same way. Uh, Clothesline him. Clothesline him. him. He is not attacking. He is in a dead sprint trying to get out as he looks so, wide-eyed trying to follow in the steps of the shaman that just was able to get out of here. Baron, what do you do? What does Baron do? Uh, Baron has already Baron used his reaction to the round, so he can't, <gasps> like, attack him. Uh, um, I off on that technicality. Do you, do you let him through? Do I or let do you him stand through? In the way? Uh, I think Baron stands in the way. Stand your ground. So the Kuatoa... <laughs> is in a dead sprint following the shaman. He sees Baron like oh, step man. out of the way and let the illusion go by, and then Baron just standing resolute in the doorway as the no, guy. He sees him and he like kind of crouches down and readies his shield. <laughs> <laughs> and the Kuoto spear has to slow down and go into a panicked stab with his spear. Uh, Although he does step into that grease. Would that be a disadvantage? Oh, okay. Here's the he saving throw. The that. 
like an. So this is gonna be an amazing fail. He slips. He comes slip and sliding what? through your legs. I don't think he could get past me if he wanted to, actually. Yeah, I don't think so. So do that and then you nudge. Drop him and you nudge. Oh, nudge. nudge That's how you get him move in there, him. like you would in real life. <laughs> You're right. You just take your finger out. What is okay. real life? So yeah, he he's charging out the exit. Baron like gets into a stout position, ready to just like hold his shield against the charge. The Kuatoa gets his spear out when he realizes Baron's not going to move, and then slips and falls uh, onto the ground. Uh, and then he will spear with disadvantage. <laughs> Because he basically moved about 25, moved 30. maybe 30 feet. He moved yeah, 30, which is terrain. his movement. <laughs> he yeah. just wants to leave. He wants to go home. To his uh, baby. And he gets a two. He gets, Definite a, miss. So he gets a five. Total. Definite miss. Uh, all right. And uh, that's poor Kuotoa Spear. And the what? other Kuotoa... Uh, they were coming up the stairway. Uh, a couple of them got oh. zapped. Uh, but Bogrush is swinging around his flail again. And so Scrimcorn is still... I assume Scrimcorn, while you always have visibility 360 degrees in combat, because the idea is you're just being combat aware and kind of like looking yeah. around, Scrimcorn literally sees in all directions at the same time. I mean... I'm going to say yes. <laughs> uh... I, I, even when he's in man form. <laughs> yes, he's just always... Uh, and so Edith... Uh, Edith raises up... Hang on, I have to keep switching between these different documents here. To give me a reminder of what they look like. So Edith is wearing her... Um, Edith is wearing her metal mask over her face. Oh, yeah, she's uh, oh, yeah. It's like a mask with a sort of uh, fake hair in it as well. You know, it's like a, like a metal sort of... Doubly wig. creepy. Um, in fact, I should put the pictures. That way you don't have to do your hair. Makes sense. And, uh, and she just raises up her shield as the symbol of... Torm. I don't remember what that yes. looks like. I should have like written the that I think it's a hand. Yeah, it's a hand. As the hand glows and uh, uh, and Bogrush starts glowing with the same effect as the ground beneath him lights up and uh, uh, and he gets this huge smile on his face as he uh, as he uh, looks to Edith and nods and you and Scrimcorn can see two more Kuatoa coming up with their spears like drawn up uh, looking around kind of in a wild panic they clearly have not gotten the message of the uh, the, the toilet message from the shaman as uh, they Body come shock. up and Bogrush just sl uh, swings his flail against this time the the center pillar that makes up in a spiral staircase, right? You know, it's this, oh, this bit right here. As he smashes into that and uh, and lightning just shoots down from it, but it is way brighter and louder as some of the stone cracks and even Bogrush gets thrown against the stone wall behind him as the Kuotoa just go get electrocuted and fall limp and tumble down the spiral staircase. Bogrush, uh, uh, like he got the breath slammed out of him from hitting the the stone behind him as he then just goes uh, uh, and that's what they do yeah too bad bear jack can't see that she gives him like some points 
points well, are she should have smashed book. through the other wall in this room and then she'd have visibility out both sides you know she was she was she was making a, a executive decision there besides uh, you said that that was where the weakest point was beautiful scrim lets out a a, a many mouth dinosaur screech as he cascades what? down the corridor here um climbing up onto the walls Oh god! And walls, scribbly noises. Um, uh, climbing on the walls, uh, and the floor is just covered in them as they pour like a liquid towards this uh, Kuatoa here. <clears throat> oh, the the diamond the has diamond been has been cast. <laughs> uh, so let's see if this works here. I have multi-attack, so this is my first attack. First attack <laughs> is... That's a 20, folks. That's a 20 on there. Uh, do a whole lot. That's 5d4. Oh, so that's 10d4. Okay. I'm so glad we have this. This is a lot easier virtually. <laughs> Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, they're going all over the place. There you go. 28 20. damage. 8 damage. Yeah, Shit. 5 before uh, Oh, yeah. That's a good that, roll. That, that would kill him. How do the compies, how does a swarm of compies kill a fish Oh, man? I think we know. First off. Deliciously. Uh, Sushi. Um, to the last morsel. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they cover him. I mean, this is the natural prey uh, of of a swarm of compies is fish people. Um, of course. He is, that is, there is definitely uh, the fish screaming um, as as he is just enveloped in them as they tear and, and bite and uh, rip all the little cartilage bits and the, well, the, the, yummy soft, parts. the soft fish bones that are easy to bite through um, until it's just a mangled bit of uh, fish nuggets. Okay. Now it's time for the init- the uh, the inspiration die. So this so time, die. starting with oil vein, going <laughs> I find counterclockwise you... again. I mean, I find if you put your camera where Greg's face should be, it makes it even more dramatic. Oh no! Where'd it go? <laughs> you put it I lost. In one... it. You put it in one of the. Tiny I put it in one, which means it's gone forever. You put it. You it's gone forever. I, I right. think I see it here. <laughs> there is. No I, I think I see it right here, dude. The diamond. Where? In the second one. The second one? What are you talking about? Oh, well, red swirl dice. It said. Well, yeah, well, these are these are infinite but, piles of dice. So there's, there's gonna just, be whatever. Oh, I, gonna I be. thought it was. A, I didn't know your regular dice were red swirls. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are those are my red swirls. I mean, technically, right. you they, did you did find it there. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you did okay, find I where did. I got it from. So that will be uh, that will be Eric Mock. Yeah, yeah. You have the inspiration diamond. Yeah. Um, with the rest of Scrim's turn, welcome home. He comes back this way, um, uh, and a bunch of the copies have a bunch of a bunch of blood and viscera over them. He comes back, re re uh, taking his position, covered in chum. Covered in I'm gonna step away for a second, but I'm gonna turn up my headphones so I can still hear him. And Bullgrush says, "I think he ate one." Yes. 
does he say it like where where is mine like i'm hungry too uh, uh, there, there's like that's there's, not fair there's a bit of that in the in the tone Jealousy? of voice like a little bit like is that what he just did and also like a little selfish right, can't I eat? sure like I, hey greg has a hot pocket <laughs> clearly i want a hot pocket exactly <laughs> when, you, when you say it that way you go yeah. You're like, I wouldn't uh, buy a Hot Pocket. I'm not going to go get a Hot Pocket on my own if I have choices. But now that I see a person with a Hot Pocket, I want one. Like, hey, hey everybody, pocket? Greg ate a Hot Pocket. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Like, I clearly want one, right? Now I literally want a Hot Pocket. Now we've all done this to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It is now turn. I am muted. For I would regret I that desire as soon as I ate one. Uh, of course. Just as you would if you ate a fish person, probably. All I right. Know, that, uh, that pizza sub from uh, from Italian Delight. Mm. That, that would be most welcome. Yeah. At least the first couple bites. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So, who's next? Oh, Dan was stepping our... away. Oh, Dan was. Stepping I believe away. that okay. was Scrimcorn. Uh, so afterwards is Mock. I'm stepping away. I'm it's muted, mock. but I can hear you guys. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We got it. We looked at your thing. You, you, you diligently true, moved the, uh, the turn marker. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh. Wait, did I mute myself? Yeah, yeah, so. You did uh, You're good. Flash, flashback to Mock. Uh, not, not a huge amount to be added, but I would like to... I would like to kind of continue off of the process that uh, Taita kind of instigated here, if there is some dialogue. I, I would hope that enough yeah. has been maybe observed that he, he he clearly invited her, like, hey, like, way in here. We're, we come from different places. Like, you are, you have a, you have a freaking built body. <laughs> like, someone built your body. Like, I'm, I'm here to build things. Like, this is actually, I think, a great and... You know, considering the past few few days, weeks, a fairly rare moment to kind of speak on this level about these sorts of things. Yeah, the the one of the first times she speaks up when just sort of silently observing you, she says, "You have a deft hand at this craft." It says, uh, "I appreciate that." Uh, my background is not as much in the working of metals in the forge as as the carving of, of gems and stones, but I, uh, I feel that I am proficient. I gestures over to, uh, to Headshaver and he says, Ah, that there is me pride and joy. Uh, a bit of magic, a bit of luck, but uh, a lot of good handiwork there to make that possible. I was observing your uh, Headshaver, as you call it, uh, last night after you had gone to sleep. I didn't touch it that would be uncouth but uh, do I detect a uh, a bit of Arundel's influence on your weapon ah I should think so uh, it uh, it came from the very forge that he and Durgeddon worked together this forge here too that I work at is uh, the best replica that I could make uh, you know well Let's just say, there were always low on times, but uh, fortunate to have access to quite a few rare and premium materials. Uh, part of me's not uh, disappointed that we left, uh, what's her name again? Fucking, the lab. Bees the Bee. 
Balanos? Balanos, sorry. Part of me is not upset that we had to leave Balanos' study so quickly, for I helped myself to more than a few items that it would have been harder to get in other circumstances, but this is a mock-up of what I, what I was able to take down from their forge, and it was on the original forge that Headshaver was crafted, and I'm almost certain I couldn't do the same on, on, on my replica. And she looks at what you've got there, and she's admiring it closely, and says, It is surprising to me, I suppose you could say impressive, that you were able to take down, uh, that you were able to bring with you so much of the understanding from such a short time spent around Arundel's creations. It takes most years or their entire lifetime to even uh, to recreate or even understand the craft of a true master, which Arundil was. I have to say, I think there's uh, I think you have a bright future in this work ahead of you as she continues to uh, look at it and then she goes to the anvil and is looking at that. And Mark, as he usually does, downplays it a little bit, at least verbally. I mean, he's someone who has a high standard and is a, a harsh critic of others, but not someone who is very braggadocious. He says, oh, I've always had a, a good eye for what the what something is made of, the, the material itself. It's been a bit interesting and odd these days. I can kind of look a little deeper into things than maybe natural. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, looking at the, the, the iron and or the, the metal in the anvil when I first saw it, ah, I knew there was a, a, a dash of true silver, a mix of adamantium and uh, a veneer of uh, it's a it's sort of a it's a pleaning it's a it's it's a it's a platinum alloy covering some of the surfaces and you now the carvings caught my eye as unusual chisel work here. A few things which stood as odd to me, but I made note of them. A few rubbings of my cousin Drusen, you know the lad well. He was quick as a whip to put uh, rubbings and etchings and sketches on everything, and I, that made of course a very, very helpful contribution to my work too, but uh, yeah, then that and me... All right, to be honest, robbing blindly Balanos when she wasn't looking for all of the good things that I needed <laughs> uh, essentially set me up to do the work that I needed to. He says, yes, yes, very interesting. Uh, I say that as a kindness. Most of your story was not actually very interesting. But <laughs> there was a moment Ouch. where you said that your ability to see a bit more is neither here nor there, but I would disagree, and to use your nomenclature, I would say that it is both here and it is there. When this is all over, if we survive this attack with this crazy plan that we have, I think you and I have some important business to discuss. All right. I'll, uh, I'll be ready for that uh, conversation when you are. And I, uh, y y you can ask the questions and I'll drink the ale. Agreed? She says, oh, agreed. And, uh, and then she leaves and says... Now I'm going to go continue inspecting this balloon of yours. Yeah, give me a shout if any of those comrades of ours uh, wh whistle up for our help. Uh, it, uh, it may or may not be the case, but uh, yeah, it seems very hard these days to go anywhere without them. 
And uh, she just nods at that and walks up the stairs out of the second layer of the gift. Okay, who flipped over the turn marker? <laughs> <laughs> not me, clearly. <laughs> clearly not. Clearly not. All right, I see that the Kuatoa Shaman is next. It is the Shaman and then the oil. <laughs> shaman. Hey, Shammy. Who, uh, you were smashing with your with your thing here. You hit him, right? Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, okay, well, what does this spell do? Uh-oh. Is that the defeat Bearjaw spell? Ah, We've been saving. So Bearjaw had just smashed. Bearjaw had just smashed the shaman from behind as, uh, and it goes, and oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) What's the range on this thing? Titillated. Okay, alright, cool. Um, yeah, third level. Third level? Ooh, fourth level. Even better. Hello. Can't scare me. And yes, I did. Uh, Can't scare me. Okay, sorry, I'm reading a spell, which is always annoying. Okay, so. The, he's gonna cast a spell again. Are you gonna do counter spell, Tristan? Great, can I see him? Um, yes. Just barely. Then, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so the 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 shaman takes his spear uh, or takes his uh, his staff out of the uh, the old broken uh, the old broken toilet, uh, and uh, he turns and just uh, uh, and angles his staff and just thrusts it towards Bearjaw, but not coming close enough for a hit. Like Bearjaw moves her shield to sort of deflect. She doesn't it. have her shield. <clears throat> Oh, she, she left like, her shield on the ground. She threw it. Oh, I didn't realize mm-hmm. she, she like, smashed dropped. someone and then dropped it and then hammered. Oh, because she's been going two-handed. That's right. So if she moves in for a deflect, like she sees that he pulls his shot as he uh, is going whoa, whoa, as uh, he is squeezing his staff, readying a spell. Oh yeah. So Tristan's holding uh, Solnar's uh, hourglass, and it almost seems to like thrusting his hands towards that spell, uh, almost seeming to, like, pull him that way. And uh, as the spell is cast, the purple fire just, like, extends from the hourglass and, like, wraps around, like, the magic of the spell. And again, the, the sand blows up the hourglass and it just reverses whatever spell is that. Well, what, um, what level are you casting as? Fourth level. Again? Yep. Yeah, I go all the way. Well, then, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, last time, the guy was actually casting it as a fifth level spell. I messed it up. Oh. Oh. Five for the price of four. No, wait. Okay. Well, then, Hmm. if you got to automatically block it as a fourth level spell, I guess he was casting it as a fourth level spell, so he actually has a fifth level slot. So now he's casting this one as a fifth level slot. Oh. Oh. Since he has one left. Ability check using my spell casting ability, which is oh, it's not a save. You make the DC equals ten plus the spells level. So Ah, so he's casting as a fifth level spell. Yeah. So fifteen. And I'm gonna add four to this. 
where is it like is it your spellcasting modifier or is it like your it's spell, spell attacking bonus ability. or something? Ability. Okay. So in intellect. It's intelligence, yeah. So yeah. So I've got a plus four to this. Here we go. Yeah, I got an eleven. Yep. Meter bead. Oh, that's a fifteen. Uh, 15 so I got a total of nineteen. That 19. should do it. Uh, so the shaman. Uh, the shaman points his staff forward, uh, and as he does so, water starts rising up out of the ground beneath Bearjaw's legs and starts to uh, starts to sort of spiral up her legs. Not just Bearjaw. Bearjaw, Drustin, and Bairn, all of you, there's just like a puddle of water just forms and tendrils of water start shooting up rapidly as uh, as the sand reverses in Drustin's uh, hourglass and the water just splashes back downward and dissipates into the ground and the shaman just goes... a bad day. <laughs> and... Uh, he turns around. Uh, he turns around, thrusts his spear back down into the toilet, and just <laughs> is shouting in undercom. And he says, "Leave! They can block our magic. We are defenseless." Fact. <laughs> is your illusion still around? Time to kill. All right. That is the oil. shaman. Oil, if you can keep it in your pants, maybe you kill some guys. Hmm. Hmm. He's hmm. not sure about that. Hmm. We got. Why would I want to keep it in my pants? Don't don't hem me in. <laughs> how do I? How do? You, what's the button to bring attention to things? Tap. tap. You just tap it once. Because there's like that guy, and that guy, and that guy. Oh. And I think that's all the guys. That is all yeah. the guys. Well, this looks like a guy to me. Well, that's an illusion. Uh, this guy. I, I haven't spent an action. Just major illusion. Yeah, please, uh, Dan. If you're gonna say that, at least take ten, uh, six seconds to examine that temperature. <laughs> I have to spend six seconds zooming and going. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, it's a illusion. Attack. So there's three, three guys together. Three guys. They're all separated. No line of friends are rough terrain, but other than that, you're good. Mind the grease and the bodies. Mind uh, the grease. There's a lot of rough terrain in there. Bless this mess. Bless this mess. Just a picture of greasy dead fishmen. <laughs> yes. If we set on fire, we could have a good grill going. Oh my gosh, that would smell Ooh. delicious. As long as no one uses necrotic. <laughs> I mean, Scrim has already started eating. Yeah. Baron has used necrotic. Well, he chose to go with sashimi. He's going to use a firebolt to just roast some fish. He's going to just cook up some of this fish before it starts to go bad. You don't want it to go bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really feel like... I don't think I can attack this guy. That guy's prone... Uh, so ranged attacks would have... Yeah, there's a guy right here. But he he's prone, so to be disadvantaged for ranged attacks? Although, if you can do a saving throw thing, that wouldn't matter. I don't know what tools you got in your box. You might be able to start it here. I could go like I'm right here. One, if you just want to two, attack. Uh, if he got four, to five, there, 
could he get the shaman through the doorway or is that too cramped right there I mean technically but corner to corner you could but it's an odd shot but thing is like do I know what I've seen yeah you had vision in the room you probably would have seen that guy you run guys are all there. you guys are all talking like you, yeah, you know where guys are. Yeah, I assume that we're shouting out. You, you, you're, you're, you have battle awareness because you are discussing as um, you fight, shouting out things. And you I guys know gonna, the sound of copy. I'm gonna right at this wall right oh here. I'm gonna cast shatter. Amazing. Uh, let's see. Which one did I use last time? Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna get, you hear that familiar noise. The well, there's the deep space noise and the and the uh, yeah. And so the, uh, what was that? Sorry, no, go ahead. Oh, that. So uh, yeah, the uh, this Gotoa's got to be Constitution fifteen. Constitution fifteen. Whoa! That's not gonna do it. You got an eight. All right, I get my dice. Hmm. How does shatter work around walls or things? Can it go through a wall? Um, let me make sure. That's a good question. Like, I believe it does, but let's see. I like the I like the vibe of that. Like killing a guy on the opposite side of a wall, like through the wall, is badass in any way you do it. Uh. Because they think the walls will save them. But they mm -hmm. It was drywall, unfortunately, which was no protection from anything. No protection whatsoever. Yeah, especially yeah. with this place like falling apart and like, well, I don't know. Yeah, it just says uh, erupts from a point of your choice with range. It doesn't say mm -hmm. anything. anything being blocked by walls. Hmm. You have to see it. Wait, wait. Greg, can he can he hit this oh, guy through his no, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. I was setting up the hands of AO pictures. No, you can't see this guy. You can't target him with a spell. But if he knows he's on the other side of that wall and he yeah, targets he the wall right effect. next to the guy. I, I I'm pretty uh, sure you need line of effect for any spell. I'm pretty sure hmm. that's a global rule. Um, but if he targets like right here, it'll be an area of effect. How or cool what is this wall? Tell me about this wall, Greg. I mean, it's a stone <laughs> wall. It's it's a it's a wall. Stone wall. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it, like shatter. You're not targeting a creature. Targeting a. Yeah. Area so what are you what are you casting? Uh, shatter. Sorry, I thought you were attacking the guy. This this guy. So you're using shatter. Oh yeah. Um, What's the AOE on shatter? Could you get both of them? It's a ten you, like, foot hit radius. In the middle? Oh, ten foot radius. Yeah. So um. You could get one. Yeah, yeah. He, he so he's trying to go for this one. I understand what you're saying, but the. The, the problem is you don't have line of effect on him. Uh, okay. Can I make a suggestion? If you go to here, if you deal with stepping on some oil, take a shot from here, target this corner, you get a 10-foot radius. I like that. Around the corner. Could you get Circle. to, like, here by just hopping the bed? Whoops, sorry, I didn't mean to grab that. Oh, okay. to uh, this spot? Yeah. Do you yeah, have the movement for that? Okay, okay. Um, the rule of cool here. trumps here. That's fine. You know the guy is back here. You want to cast Shatter to try to blast that wall into him? Go for it. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, then I'm going to go for it. Uh, yeah, so the uh, Constitution 15, and you said he fails? Uh, 
I did I did oh. roll. Yeah, go ahead and give us the damage. Can we get a saving throw for the wall? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So so this is the thing. The spell won't hit the Kuotoa unless the wall crumbles. Okay. Yes. Okay. The wall Let me check here. I got my stats here. I've got walls. I've got walls here somewhere. Uh, doesn't shatter do even more damage to like crystalline yeah, objects to constructs like... and objects? I thought it does extra. Yeah, what does it say? It says uh, oh, it only mentions a see, creature made. The creature's made organic material. The creature has disadvantage, uh, but it doesn't say anything about oh. specific structures. Oh, really? I thought it was a. Uh... That's shatter spike. I think you guys. A non-magical thinking. object that isn't being worn or carried also takes that... the damage. Is that uh, good? There we go. Well, that that's part there of it. Go. Does it. Say any other words there? Uh, if the spell, if it's in the spell's area, no, it doesn't say anything else about it. Uh, but, 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 but what was the, the inorganic thing? Yeah, I think that's the it, bit. That's a the creature, bit. a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Okay, so I guess so it's we're the wall. Hang on, but then read the bit where it says other things in the area also take that damage. Yeah, he says and, that that was the entire phrase. And yeah, well, there's the the thing after that is a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. Yeah, oh, yeah. great. So that one doesn't even require a save. Oh, is that your interpretation? Also takes That's the damage. That's my interpretation. I don't think a wall can make saving throw. Well, it can if we decide <laughs> really. that it does because it doesn't really matter. Because um, the walls. I think the wall just takes the damage. Uh, okay, roll the damage then. The damage is sixteen uh, for damage. It's what again? Sixteen. Sixteen here. Okay, that is plenty for this uh, this old unmaintained wall. So, doesn't the wall take double double damage? The wall is no, getting no, destroyed. So let's uh, let and and there's no double. That's that's a different thing. That's uh, okay. It was disadvantage is what in our oh gotcha. Uh, so, oil vein. Describe it. Um, so you cast it right at the point wall, and the uh, the wall caves in, and you kind of see it form like the bricks cave in visibly in like a spherical shape uh, as they're you know as they almost like they're you know exploding outwards. Like it makes a circular hole in the wall. Yeah, and then the, makes... that side of the room just like implodes towards the towards the towards Kuotoa. the Kuotoa as uh, the Kuotoa gets slammed against the far wall as this entire stone wall just gets yeah it explodes it explodes inwards towards him and the damage you said was 16 16 let me get that down here uh, this is against Mr. Harpoon where the hell is he on my list did I kill him already no Harpoon too yeah I got him He's dead. Not not dead. Sorry, the other one's dead. Uh, no, he is uh, very hurt. He is um, he's bleeding and bruised. It looks like, and uh, he has gotten slammed against this uh, against this far wall here, and uh, he's letting out some fishy uh, splutters as uh, as blood <laughs> is pouring down the sides of his mouth. But he is still gripping that man catcher as he now is like looking at oil vein through this uh, open hallway and uh, Valden says now that was surprising 
as she just leans in close to oil vein. What she does is she stands next to oil vein and she just leans her head, you know, about six inches away from his. So she has the same vantage, just looking through the hole with him. Hmm. He can smell her hair. <laughs> smells like driders. It smells like necrotic damage. Necrotic damage. Oh, baby. Who's next? That's me. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we've got this guy still, so I'm going to keep wailing on him with, uh, I'll grant it, I'll grant, uh, advantage on this. I'll do reckless. Ooh. Ha! What we got? 12? I'll take a 12. That's 22. Uh, 22 will hit easily. Ah, uh, just as I suspected. All right, here we go. Oh, that's a 10. That's nice. a 10, so that's a 19 damage for Mr. Shaman. 19 damage. That, that's a big, uh, that's a big checking. boy. Sorry, my, my window management is, is really bad right now. 19, you said? Yeah. He yes. is really hurt. Oh, uh, but, oh, he is, but not dead yet. He is not hit down. Again. He, each time you hit, hit him, him he is holding his uh, he is holding his staff, and when you hit him, there's just like a little <laughs> bit of energy that discharges as he uh, as he buckles uh, backwards. Kind of... Okay, and Bearjaw does that like hit she, she 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 does her ear, you know, like cups her hand near your ear, yep. like what's <laughs> that? Audience. What's that? All right. Nod, nod. Yep. <laughs> nod, nod. <laughs> She's very much but... a pro wrestler personality. Um, okay, so let me get my twenty again. Just one this time. Okay, that's a 15. That will still hit. <laughs> okay. If you insist. Let's see, is this a D10? Yeah, it is. Okay. Shit. Oh, well, only a 10 Maybe. that time. Uh, however, that is enough. Yeah, that's oh. right. That's right. So the first hit is just like, blah, kapow, knocks him, you know, silly, like he's got internal bleeding. But don't worry, it doesn't matter, because the next time she hits him, his neck breaks. Just Snap. horrible, cr crunching, snapping sound, almost as if around the corner she's just eating him. Uh, the sound is, is very reminiscent of someone, you know, breaking apart like a like a pomegranate. Just <laughs> uh, gross. Thank you. Why a end of, end of turn. All right. We got the oh, sub facets. End of turn and uh, the sub facets as. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, but they're all up top. No, none right. of them are down here. Then the hands the of the super, air will go along fat. with us. So next is Baron, <laughs> and then. Are any harpoons left? There's one harpoon left. It's Baron. <clears throat> There is. Uh, Baron. All right, Baron, you go. I've got a pee, so I'll be right back. I think this guy's uh, still alive, right? The guy in the room? Yeah, there's a harpoon in the room and a spear on the ground in front of Baron. Well, they're going to have to make some saving throws, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, both of them. Baron says, Odin, with your divine light, burn my enemies! As he holds up his shield and he uses his channel divinity, Radiance of the Dawn. They have to make a DC 16 constitution saving throw or take 2D, 2D 10 plus 8 radiant damage, which I will roll real quick. Holy moly. Uh, 
There's my duty tens. Roll well, you bitches. God damn it. That's fine, I guess. Uh, so six plus eight is 14. And we'll see what that looks like to them. And if uh, any of them actually take that, he gets back from ping. And then as a bonus action, he will move the hammer to smack whichever one of them yes. may still be alive. That's what he's going to do. On now it's night. just to see here and I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and roll the the hammer attack roll. Yeah. Great. Going yeah. to the bathroom is basically like Well, actually I'm going to depend if this guy is prone, he'll get an attack, he'll get advantage. And if that one's they will uh, okay. So, so we'll, you have to roll an extra die which is the only one here. that pops up. Here. I will pull up this red one. Hang on. Where's the red one? No, that's that's there. Let me steal somebody else's real quick. There we go. That's is that obvious? Okay. Yeah, the big one and the other one. So, big one is the main one. The second one is the extra one. Perfect. <laughs> no, a, pair a pair of two, two so it doesn't matter. But that will be a, I believe that's a 10, so that should probably miss regardless. So, the hammer will strike in at whoever is left alive, but will miss. But will miss. Now it's just to see who took what amount of damage on the other thing. See, fire makes sense to keep it on the square, but the blood, I'm realizing, I am looks back. good when it's spread. What's up? I need two DC 16 constitution saving throws from the two Kuatoa, one spearman, one harpoonman. All right, green Kua, Kua. is harpoonman. Oh, what's the DC? Constitution 16. Oh, that's not gonna, yeah, they don't have any special. I think a harpoon was actually called a poon No, hound you're good. They're all failed. They're going to take 14 <laughs> radiant damage. Oh, shit. Both of them. Oh, shit. The blood 14 radiant damage. Well, the, the spear guy is definitely dead. Wait, how much? 14. <laughs> oh, the other harpoon guy is still alive, but barely. Like, clinging oh, yes. on to life. Hanging like, by a thread. Then as like, a bonus action, like Baron moves the hammer next to it and strikes in. <laughs> yes. But misses. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Misses? Already, you resolved that while you were attack. paying. I oh, rolled the attack. Okay. It was a two. <laughs> you got a total of eight. There's a ten there's a ten miss? There's a ten hit? A ten does not hit. Great. So the hammer strikes in the image of the hammer of souls in a spectral ghostly form, but uh, it Too does spectral. not strike true. Too ghostly. And uh, Baron will then oh. try and move into the room. So that's like 5, 10, <laughs> the pile of bloody grease 15. Right <laughs> bloody slime. I think. Bloody and I don't have to yep. take any grease saving throws because I that's started right. on the grease yep. and then I got out of the grease. Yep, you're good. Perfect. Okay, is that Done it? with Baron. All right. Oh, uh, As a divine holy light sorry, burns yeah. both of the fishmen. Uh, the fishmen go? The, the harpoon. The harpoon uh, guy. Poonhound. No, the harpoon guy sees Drust, or sees uh, Baron move out of the doorway, and he makes a sprint for it. Saving throw on that grease. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's see it. Fifteen decks. It's gonna be so sad. It's gonna be so sad. Oh, uh, oh, I need to actually check that. I thought you said oh, they didn't Dex? have a bonus no, on Dex. No, the Dex is, is well. There's, there's three different types clumsy. of Kutua. So yeah, he falls right. prone. So. Hang on. Uh, so it is uh, 5, 10, 15, 
Uh, minutes. 25. He falls <laughs> prone. He has to use another uh, 15 feet to stand up. So that's 30. That's 40. So he stands. So he. Uh, let me just count the numbers first. 40. And then that'll be 50. Do we, do we let him cut the corner? No, not with hard walls. He's about to die. We haven't done. We've always had the hard walls, no cut corner rule. Yeah. Um, mean. Then yeah, he. I don't think I can maintain icon. I couldn't hear what you were saying, but the what happened was so yeah he he sees Baron move out of the doorway. He sprints past the uh, past the spectral hammer steps onto the grease and slips and falls Whoa! and he I mean the guy is the guy is uh, extremely injured and so blood pours on to the other dead Kuatoa who was already there and mixing with the grease as he gets up Ew. frantically and tries to step through the grease carefully but it is slow going as he barely makes it out the door a trail of blood going from the closet that he was hiding in through the grease to where he is and he ends on the grease right there uh, trying to escape. That is his turn. Awesome. Poor Kuatoa. It is now Drewston. Awesome. Excellent. Drewston moves. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 up to the doorway. Oh, not stepping on the grease. Oh, <laughs> not stepping on Baron. Uh, and then he takes out his Neblin labyrinth crystal and flicks it and the uh, prismatic reflections go everywhere and he is casting a spell he has not cast in a long time he is casting phantasmal force you craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature you can see within range i remember this. so this guy has to make an intelligence saving group and he gets a four. <gasps> oh. He gets he a four. Gets a four. Yeah, because you give him the portent. Uh, and the image he has in his mind is uh, of someone hitting something with a metal spoon. Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> is? that uh, Eric? Could you mute while you're um? Oh, tapping my bowl? While you're tapping your bowl? Yeah. Can I get a hint on what you're spooning up? That was a I'm now finished. That was me scraping the, the remains of a, a delicious fried noodle with a fried egg on it. It delicious. sounded like something that you wanted to get every last crumb of. I mean, let's put it this way. Sophia made the noodles, and I made the egg. Oh, fucking A. Delicious. <laughs> God damn, so, I could have those noodles. What he imagines yes. is from the ooze these yellow tendrils reach up and start entwining him in basically like a cave, making a, a, a living cage of tentacles rising from you, Ooh. preventing his movement. That's uh, not Preventing his movement. Does it do damage? Uh, it can do damage if it is a damaging illusion. Specifically, not making it a damaging Ah, okay. What he wants to do with this illusion is make the guy think that he can't escape. I mean, can he touch those? He cannot escape. So he, it exists in his mind. Oh, because it's only in his mind. Yeah. Yeah, he will justify anything that happens. So if he wants, the target can use this action to investigate it with an intelligence investigation check. Um. 
So it basically, he, the affected target is so convinced of the Phantasm's reality that can even take damage from the illusion. I'm not going to have this be a damaging one. Technically, by the rules, yeah. he can keep moving, but I figure if he's convinced with these big, massive tendrils that could tear him apart at any time, he would be still. And Drusen will say in comment, Stop and he'll be spared. In common, not under common? Uh, he doesn't speak under common. Indeed. Right. Gotcha. Okay, got it. The uh, the harpooner's already slowed down because he's, he's stepping yep. through this slime, and in his mind, this slime sort of prison rises up around him. And Juicin says to the others in the group, in Dwarven, I'll have questions for this one. Uh, he can never do any more harm. <laughs> Spare him for a bit, at least. Oil so Oil Vane has no idea what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Why is Valda He just sees this guy like a mind. Like, being like, oh, oh no, there's something around me. And Jason's <laughs> saying something in gibberish. He's tripping out. He's tripping <laughs> out. All right. Yeah, that's Jason Stern. Who's up next, Dan? Um, a whole bunch of Kuatoa spearmen. <laughs> Are, there any Are they coming still up the coming up the stairs? Oh, a whole bunch of Kuotoa spearmen? Well, there no, used to all be dead. a whole bunch. They're all dead. Okay, it is no, now... No, and uh, Bogrush doesn't see any more coming, and, and he says to Scrimcorn and, and to Edith, he just says, I think we got them all. <laughs> oh, Bogrush. Oh, Bogrush. Who did you say was next? I missed. Uh, then Scrimcorn. Um, and I'm ah. trying to weigh... What the old tinkle corn wants to do? All your tinkle corn guys. Um. Oh, you should have gotten an attack of opportunity with that. Um, Baron didn't take it. Oh, okay. It would have been an unarmed attack at like a plus nothing. So. (laughs) Um, Got it. Scrim heard the dwarvish. Yeah, he said it in dwarven, right? Yeah. 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 Um. He hears that. Oh man, I got food all over myself. Oh, this is celery salt. <laughs> Such Jesus. a lush. God, it's just all over my chest. <laughs> um, sorry, I just looked down. Um, <clears throat> don't mind that. Uh, Scrimcorn is going to hold position. Because, uh, yeah, they've already proven they're going to come up a little bit. So, yeah, sounds like they have it locked down over that way. Scrim holds, holds the stairs. It is now Malk. All right, Malk. You are muted in case you uh, forgot. Eating those noodles. Hey, I forgot. <laughs> uh, I was good. I was just saying I would like this round to be a little bit of maybe an active role on production of some sweet smoke bombs. I don't know if we're talking quality or we're talking quantity. Uh, I kind of lean a little bit more towards a quality role, like how good are these things turning out? But uh, yeah, that's how let's do, do. Let's how do. Pungent. Let's do quality. Um, I think that sounds great. Um, cool. And uh, what we'd be looking at here? Um, Duration, range of like of the effect. What do you think is fun? I think. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what role. <laughs> We always do yeah. this, right? 
We usually go wisdom, because medicine is our clue. It's the closest to a sort of uh, that sort of thing. So we'll give it. A, we'll make it a wisdom check. Uh, call it with uh, with proficiency, uh, because you have your tools in the. You yeah. have your your snowbane's gift. So a wisdom check with uh, with proficiency, and let's see. We're talking about. We're talking about he's trying to make these make these smoke bombs. Let's have it be um, Let's have it be how long these the smoke can last because yeah. even in the real world that's 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 the thing, right? Smoke goes out and then the wind blows and then nobody cares, right? Yeah. For it to be effective, it's got to be this 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 density. Um, it's got to be this this Obscuring. amount to actually obscure and last long enough for it to matter. Uh, so let's let's do that. We're not going to put specific goals on it. Let's just see how well you do. Um, yeah. And then let's make sure we we get the sort of mechanics on this. All right, here we go. Giving giving it a shake a shake. And is that a plus four for wisdom plus proficiency? Da 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 da. It looks like it's a 13 plus 4. 17. Not bad. That is not bad. That is better than uh, uh, moderate, uh, but not as good as hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Butters, you got to stop destroying your bed. It was expensive. No. All right. He really wants to be fed. Um, the so, He wants tripe. He wants his tripe. He wants his green tripe. Uh, so, yeah, let's go with... Uh, yeah, he he goes and uh, well, you you give it the description. He does a good job with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not not world class. It's like you had sort of mentioned to Taita, this isn't his like top wheelhouse, but uh, yeah. but a, but a better than better than serviceable. That's for sure. The what the the benefit here is a home recipe. He doesn't have exactly what he needs, but the recipe itself is strong. Like I said before, this is a this is something. This is a technology that's been used very very broadly um and it's very very broadly for a long time think about like the jungle herbs that they used to cure medicine before they knew what the hell was going on right they knew how to brew the tea and fix the problem so this is like rudimentary kind of chemistry when it comes to the actual explosive but a very time-tested and stable effective mixture and so mock knows what he's creating and he's like, great, I got, I got what I need. I know the recipe, I know the amounts. I'm deft at, at this work, let's do it. And he just, he just, he, he dives into it. And in the end, he says, he's stacking them up. He's just like, mm, not the prettiest concoction, uh, but I know that it's right on point with the ratios. Should work just fine. Uh, as, as Mark is working on all of this, perhaps at one point where he's, He's tuning it just uh, he's tuning it just a bit better, like trying to uh, get that even more. Here's the voice behind him go, Yeah, a bit of chemistry, huh? And <laughs> Ted, uh, uh, Ted comes in and just starts picking oh, no. up some of Mock's things. Uh, oh, he's my working God. on going, Well, how, how, does this, how does this go in? I don't think you need this one. So what? Wh- there is, there is, it's, it's, like it's extremely unlikely that a trained warrior 
who's in his own shop would allow Ted to get at all close to this thing. So to assume that he actually got his hand on anything that Mock owns without a roll. Okay. Is okay. Unlikely. So what? Okay. Then what does Mock do when Ted sure. is coming in and making body language yeah, yeah, yeah. in order to do that? Exactly. Uh, th- this is this is an active intercept, and uh, <laughs> M- Mock Mock does not grab. So Mock does not, and then we lost you. It was a cool loss. It sounded neat. It was cool. What Eric's voice did, (laughs) it was meant to be a metaphor for for Ted's sudden, like abrupt lack of ability to do what he was doing. Uh, (laughs) Ted's attempting to grab Mock's stuff was cut off, uh, much as Eric's voice was. Let's come back to Eric when he gets back, because who knows what happened. Headphones out of batteries. Phone just ran out of batteries. I don't know. Mock was so enraged that the computer broke. At any rate, Ted uh, Ted is intercepted, but uh, but it does cost Mock some concentration when he was trying to uh, just just get you know a little bit past the a uh, little bit past the what he was going for, trying to make something a little extra special, and uh, Ted comes in. Uh, who's next, Dan? We'll come back to Eric when he returns. Roger, zooming in. Zoom. Shaman who's dead, and then it's Oilvane. Oilvane, you're up. I'm up. Because the shaman's dead. There's Hello? one. Oh, we can oh hear you. you're back. Greetings. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was weird. N- nothing seemed to, broke, to break, but all of a sudden I finished my long spear, and uh, there was silence. Oh, yeah, we, um, we talked a lot. Uh, what, the, what was the last that you heard? Oh, you, uh, I mean, like, basically, you just started, and we uh, sort gotcha. of finished it, um, kind of. Yeah. Um, you I, said I will, that Mock moved into Intercept, and that was basically when you got out. Did you hear life. about the rock hammer, yes or no? No, nope. no, no, no. Okay, so I, I was just basically saying, Mock doesn't, doesn't grab for a weapon because he has tools and knows how to use those, and so... He has in his hand one of those tiny little rock hammers like Andy Dufresne uses in Shawshank Redemption. And he's doing kind of some of this fine kind of powder work. And he just takes one big step and he's just like, and he just like shakes it at Ted like kind of loosely. And he says, this is not your space, Ted. You find someone else to bother. He says, but you're making drugs, right? Mox <laughs> nose flares, just the nostrils flare prominently. And he says, you get on about there, Ted. You leave me alone. And, and Ted is like walking up the stairs backwards. And he says, I, I, got, I got a recipe. I got a recipe. I, I bought it. I, 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 I bought sure it. Thing. I, I bought it from a pixie. And it'll blow your mind, man. And he's like, like he's taking fun. a couple more steps, but he's looking at Mock, hoping that Mock is going to change his opinion. As he, he like, he's, he's trying to convince Mock to create a drug recipe. <laughs> yes. Mo- I mean, Mo- Mock, Mock does not sh- does not shift at all, and he as he waits for Ted to depart, and he just turns and says, "Blow my mind, blow up the ship, more like." Ted is uh, he's taking like one step up the stairs every three seconds, and then he he's like, "It's a really good one," and he waggles his eyebrows as he then continues oh. to walk up the stairs, like, and then eventually like- just disappears back up into the forced floor. <laughs> Mock has such, such a low opinion of Ted. Like, so, so unreliable. So, so despicable. It's, it's a huge gamble to even have him here. 
Mock no, Ma will not entertain any of this, then, of this nonsense. And from then Mock is unfortunately. Gone. Uh, yes. But but the upshot was that you know Mock was concentrating on like just trying to like iterate on a better thing, and then just completely lost concentration with this Ted uh, coming in, and Mock goes oh, back man. to making his you know better than serviceable, but like yeah. He's like, exactly. Not, not the time or place to like try to make something better. He he does not. Yeah, this is not like the clean lab conditions for for materials on hand, nor professionalism in the workplace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have Amazing. to do that later. Another time. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and now he's got like an eye to the door too. Like he can't fully settle into the rhythm now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's like, he's like he's gonna come back and try again. I know this guy. All right. Who's up next? So it is oil. Oil. Okay. Uh, oil vein. So it's just that one guy. <laughs> that, yeah. That one guy. One harpooner oh. who's trying to leave. And Drewston said, "Like, don't kill him." What'd you say, Drewston? But he uh, said it in such that oil vein. In oh, so Tristan said something. In common, he said, uh, uh, "Stay and you'll be spared," or something. Yeah. So that's what you heard Tristan say, and then Tristan shouted something. Tristan wants to ask him about the ruins. The old "drop your defenses" trick okay. that Tristan plays. <laughs> well, do you want to impress the lady, or uh, do what your friend asked? <laughs> Oh, yeah. She'd be really uh, impressed okay. if you killed one of our party yeah. members. Yeah, that seems like an easy call. Is this bed difficult to ring? Also, uh, I mean, uh, no, you're in no. it. <laughs> Jump in the bed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Come one, on, Valdez. Two. Can I, can I see the Kuto? Yeah, here? you can see him. Just a little bit. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> Vane, like he uh, turns to Velden and he smirks. Oh my god! And then and he he, uh, he smirks. <laughs> oh, he smirks. He uses his action to smirk. Yes. Uh, oh, nice uh, free action smirk. And then he uh, he uses uh, no his bonus action. action. Well, he says uh, snoot, and then he uses his <gasps> bonus action. Oh. And, uh, he summons snoot and snoot here oh within. I was ready to counterspell too. <laughs> <laughs> He can summon Snoot uh, 30, 30 feet of the target yeah. that he can see. So Snoot's going to land right here and cut off the... Or no, he's actually going to go right here. Right this there. Will, uh, yeah. So yeah, Snoot shows up. And then, uh, I mean, depends on how we want to play this, but Snoot gets to roll in and he gets his own initiative. But I mean, if... Just uh, have him go with you. Just have him go now. Okay. That's easy. And then... Uh, I'm not gonna. I think well, I'm gonna say that uh, Oil Vein understood what uh, Tristan's wish was. Because he doesn't, you know, he's like, okay. Well, you heard Tristan say, we'll spare Whoa, you. Oh, look at that dog. Oh, sweet. He's animated. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's gonna, you know, he, yeah, he's like, he looks like a medium sized dire wolf monstrosity. He, uh, yeah, and so he's gonna tell. Uh, it's gonna have Snoot just growl at him. He's gonna like try to like uh, prevent like that, cut off the. Like that? He's worked. He's worked. What? Uh, what? So cool. All right. Exactly like so, that. So Snoot is uh, Snoot is there and uh, just snarling at him yeah. and uh, and Valden just says, "Ooh, that's a new oh. one." 
<laughs> we have animated minis? That's so cool! That's yeah, awesome. I mean, it's just the ones that are built into Tabletop Simulator. There aren't very many. We need but more. that's really cool! Yeah, it's kind of neat. It can do different things. It can die. Blech. <laughs> Oh. That's amazing! No, Snoot! Uh, but, okay. uh, okay, so. Snoot, uh, you summon Snoot, order. and that's it, you do not attack with him. Um, I'm not gonna. Let's see, I won't Dogs or chick magnets? Gotcha. Bear jaw. Bear jaw. Does not want to kill. Back. Uh, don't have anyone else to kill. Render the dwarves, render the dwarves. I'm not gonna, she's not gonna. (laughs) Yeah, for my rage to continue. Uh, No, or be attacked. Hit me. Um, Hit me. Is she gonna do anything with this? Um, she picks up the staff. Ooh. That this, that this Kuatoa dropped. Yep. Mm. She walks over to the toilet. Yep. She just sticks it down into the toilet as, as far as it will go. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then she like imitates what the what the Kuto was doing and just is yelling, uh, is yelling, and we'll come and kill the rest of you too. In her voice. Yes. <laughs> and we'll come and kill the rest of you too. <laughs> yes. And she leaves it in, and she leaves it in the toilet and then comes out here. Woo! Grease. Oh, too slippery. <laughs> there. She goes. Oh nope. <laughs> Stop. All right. Much safer standing on this dead fishman. <laughs> yeah. Who's Bear next? Just spends her round yelling at a toilet. Baird is next. Won't be Never the first time. Never forget this. Uh, no. Are we, are we still in combat? We have one guy. Is he surrendering? What's he well, doing? What are you going to do? Baron readies an attack for him not surrendering. Particularly is, tell the dead. What does not surrendering mean? What actually triggers that? Maybe like, if what he are you tries to run, like if he moves. If he tries to run or performs an offensive action, can I have an or? I think you can. I don't know if there's a strict rule about that, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, then I got he you. will attack with Toll the Dead. Okay. That's a cantrip, right? It is. Because yeah. it consumes the slot. But then uh, as a bonus action, he moves the hammer. One, two, three, four squares. And it doesn't matter about moving through people or grease because it's a ghost. It's a greasy ghost. <laughs> All right. And, but he doesn't uh, attack with it. it. The harpooner is up. To the harpooner. And then Justin. So he thinks that he is yeah. encased in a cage of writhing tentacles. Uh. Indeed, he thinks he's a, uh, he thinks he's encased. He's got this uh, wolf here. He's got this thing here. He sees his the body ripped up uh, entrails of his uh, buddy uh, down the hallway over there by the compies. Um, he's going to. Can he understand common? No. Um, he's going to. He is panicking. He's trying to leave. He is going to. Uh... Let's see. Does he try to surrender? Let's let's see what his resolve is. If he rolls very high, he's going to try to escape. Seems like he's more devious. <gasps> oh! oh, he was 
so heroic for a moment there. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, I, well, I should have said what the number was. 15, I was going to have him try mm. to press through and get out. But he, uh, he looks all around. I mean, he is surrounded by dead bodies, by this strange shadowy dog, by a strange ghostly hammer that has already wailed on him. And, uh, and then two other people that have also already hurt him are also like just staring at him and as uh, he looks uh, he looks and he sees he sees the 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 dog not moving in on him and he sees the hammer coming in and not striking and uh Drewston yelling something at him that he you're, it doesn't seem that he understands but he he, he just uh, he just sort of holds his man catcher out uh, not not in a sort of battle point forward but he's just sort of like kind of holding it straight up as he looks around and goes and uh i guess drustin understands uh understands the undercommon as just saying as just saying uh spare me i will leave i will leave this place uh if we're leaving munition drustin and what does drustin do so Drewson will say, understand that potato oil they might say, uh, oh, tell him, uh, throw down your weapon and we'll spare your life. <laughs> Valden <gasps> leans into oil vein and says, sparing the life? Really? <laughs> and she says it in undercommon. So Drewson understands it. I thought yeah, you and your friends were cool. Oh, want to know more about this tower oh, man they've lived here for longer and they may have some answers oil vein help me out here you're my friend i mean it'd be easy to kill this thing but we could learn a little how strong does the sentiment of bros before hoes ring with oil vein do you know how many a deep farmers question these fish beasts have slaughtered where they stand? Do you know how many families have been destroyed? Children they have ripped in half? Zero? Well, she's a dark elf, man. You don't even know what they get up to, you know? You want, <laughs> come on, man. We can kill it later, oil vein. Please let me ask you a few questions. Hey, uh, <laughs> is, Baron, is Baron gonna get that inside roll on this lady saying some pretty uh, big things? I mean, uh, I she said another it. common. Ah, ah, never mind. My bad. Uh, Which, uh, I don't in think the underdog, they work with the dick. Will Vane is trying to, uh, yeah, because he, he's like, we need, inf- we need information. I thought we can't, we can't kill him yet. We can kill him later. You can torture him a bit if you want to. Wow. That's for the difference. <laughs> wow. Something for you, something for me. I Compromise. Expect, I didn't expect that. <laughs> you can torture him later. But you have to help. Uh, she just has this coy look on her face as she stares at Oil Vane as he's sort of panicked saying this to her. Oh, she's toy. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Oil Vane proceeds to, to yell what Tristan mentioned about give it, give it up, Fishman. Give it up. Give it up we want answers. Give it up, Fishman. And Fishman, Fishman drops his, uh, he, he drops his weapon. And he sort of looks around as he still sees these slime tendrils uh, sort of gra- menacingly, like, threatening to grab him. And uh, uh, he says in Undercommon, He says, Fishman don't know much. Fishman don't know anything. Then you are useless. That's, uh, that's a bad look, uh, Fishman. Tristan will pull out his uh, double iron chains that he has. And he'll... Uh, 
forward towards this guy, and uh, he'll hold out the chain of logs. He will walk He walks onto the grease. It's fine. We don't have to roll for for that. Yeah, he's going carefully. We're not in combat. No, he falls down, then he picks himself he back up. slips and falls. <laughs> oh, You're never going to down. <laughs> grabs onto the wall, picks himself This is like the first time you've ever slipped on your own grease. You're like, wow, that is slippery. <laughs> <laughs> like, ow, oh, someone could break a hip on this stuff. Those slime lords knew what they were doing. Uh, and then he holds out the chain motioning for Kuotoa's uh, hands. The Kuotoa says, You'll kill me! You'll kill me! Just let me leave! Let me leave, I'll jump out the window! Uh, Jason shakes his head and rattles the chain. <laughs> Shake, rattle, and roll, bitch. So dark. <laughs> um, well, preservation of oneself uh, generally trumps a uh, guaranteed suicide uh, by attempting to escape here. And so he puts out his... Uh, he puts out his hands to Great. be bound. Drusen, yeah, wraps the chains around his hands and gives himself a little bit of a leash. And he goes, oh, oh, oh pet fishman. Uh, he says, uh, Drusen the slaver. <laughs> you just want some for, to ask him some questions. Uh, and then uh, he'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll think uh, the, the shaman scared the rest of them all. We can explore further, but let me bring this one to a safe place. Baron uh, pipes in and says, I think they're on the run. Let's uh, pull back for now and uh, see if we can finish it with smoke bombs. I, after the Septicemia, if we survive, I'll have uh, questions of this tower. Uh, well, I think we should probably go and investigate it further, but, you know, let's give it a minute to run away and then we'll <laughs> check the place out room by room. Wouldn't want to be getting ambushed while we're fighting them. He starts uh, leading this Kotoa back up to the uh, uh, roof of the tower. All right. And so the group returns to the roof of the uh, to the roof of this flying castle. Let's get everyone actually up there, please. Just so we have all of our all of our minis up at the uh, top there. I'm going to remove this map. Look all the mark has been made. I like using the pen. It's fun. Then hey. goes up to Mark, who is... I don't know, I was thinking kind of like... Uh, uh, what was the movie? World War II, English Beach, evacuation thing? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Kind of like Dunkirk, like... Dunkirk. One narrative is being told in a scale of minutes, one's being told in a scale of hours, one's being told in a scale of days. So our little right. fight was in the case of, like, a minute. But Mock's thing was in the scale of, like, you know, a bit longer. Sure. I would assume. Because, like, crafting stuff takes a little bit of time. Yeah, I call it kind of, you know, it's kind of both the pre-combat, because Mock had started to work on all of this. Yeah, and, and maybe a bit of the post or something, anyway. For, uh, so, but, you know, it, but, it's, but it takes some time for you guys to, like, mop up yeah. down there and come back up yeah. as well. Yeah. You can enter the scene of Mock crafting at, you know, a point that suits you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when you guys come back up, it's Ted who yells over the balcony and says, 
Mock's down there making drugs, but he won't share. Wow. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. Baron just crumbles to himself, but doesn't say anything. All right. Useless moron. What are you doing with the Kuatoa? Uh, Drewson is going to find an area where he can safely chain up the Kuatoa, and then he's going to give him some He's going to what? Give him some food. Okay, so there's uh, you know, over like here. like a last meal kind of thing. Yeah. Over here where there was sort of a... Uh, uh, the, the dirt floor? Yeah, the roost. Yeah, the dirt floor area, the roost. Um, yeah, he kind of chains him up. Maybe there's like, just like how with a horse post area where it affiliates so you can like dive your horse. There's like a sturdy ring. There's a couple sturdy rings attached to the inside of the stone here. He finds a spot using his dwarven intuition where the where the stone is sturdy. That even if a, you know, maybe not if a bear jaw was chained up here, but probably anyone else in the group was chained up here, they wouldn't be able to pull it loose. Let alone a very almost dead uh, small fish man. And then he's gonna go back. uh, Oh, he'll toss him a good berry. Whether the guy eats it or not. He looks suspicious and just leaves it on the ground for now. Yeah, it doesn't smell good. No, it just smells quite bad. Now, Drewston's purpose here is not to make a friend. He'll wait till he has a charm person or a charm monster ready for that. Um, but he knows that the uh, the Kotoa probably have stories about this tower, and even if they're mythical stories, things that their ancestors told about it. He's interested in that. He wants to learn more about it. So that'll be that'll be later. All right. Greg, please shrink me down to man size. Oh yeah, I have to do that. Sweet. Feels. Um, I assume that uh, Drustin and Scrimcorn relay the shouted message of the shaman in Undercommon to the other fish people. Oil vein. Yes. <gasps> I drink. Glug, glug, glug. On yeah, system. <laughs> did you see that I gave you Onga, uh, Kevin? Oh, you did? I gave it to you ages ago. Like oh, two where? hours ago. <laughs> Over here. By your I, over here means nothing. I'm, I'm where I'm marking. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I guess my gray is really hard to see at a distance. Yes. Well, it's not just that. It's, I don't... The little arrow that popped on the side of the screen is very tiny. It's not obvious to me. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Anga oh, does God. not like the fishman, and she just like sits here on the ground staring at him with her owl eye. Coughs an owl pellet on him. <laughs> Snoot's hanging out. Snoot's hanging out with him too. <laughs> this poor guy. Oh, it's just. This is his first day. This is his first day as a guard. <laughs> Rough day on the job, eh? He used to just be a. All right. So a brief, a brief career. As uh, the night uh, stretches on, no more noise is heard from the Kuotoa, and as Anga, I assume, patrols up and down as before checking for sounds at different layers of the of the floating castle it uh no sounds of strange fishmen come from them it would seem that perhaps the fishmen have heeded the shaman's 
the shaman's orders or recommendation to uh, to escape. And uh, Azonga does that for an hour or two. It does not seem that there is anyone left here. Great. Um, if the night passes uneventfully, does it? Yeah, as each of you settle in for your own uh, for your own activities, uh, which may or may not involve sleep uh, atop this tower here. It is late. You traveled all through the day and into the night uh, in order to get here. The Kuatoa were just what you did immediately upon landing. Um, the sun rises. The next day, the dawn of a new day, as you have two days remaining until the septicemia arrive. How do you prepare? But you will answer that question next week since we are basically, we are at time here. It's five minutes before, but we can't do, uh, we can't do much in that five so minutes. Time so let's call it importance. I mean, if you want to roll it now, go ahead. Yeah, I do want to roll it now. What did I get? Nine and eleven. Six and eleven. Or six and eleven. Great. Six and eleven is a little more useless. useless yeah. All right. Eleven is not okay. bad. It's kind of depending on what your saving throw is. It, if, it's if, much if you better have, like, to have super low and super high. Well, yeah. but no, I think that uh, for enemy saving throws, if you know they don't have much of a bonus, you once give you know 11. their bonus, it, it becomes very useful to have any yeah. number. Yeah. Um, anyway, so now we will officially continue next week. Sweet. So, thank Beautiful. you guys. Uh, thanks for playing. So, yeah. that's between uh, between now and next week, I'd love to, we can find the time, uh, troubleshoot the camera stuff, just so we can yeah. find if there's an elegant way to do it. And, um, yeah, Greg, I'd love to, uh, to commission some of your time to um, get some minis. Yeah, I can pull in whatever things. we need. You just tell yeah. me what it is that you need. You know. Yeah, basically, I'm just like calling out to, for everyone. Like, if there's a, I guess we already have a bullet. I'd love to see the library of those animated ones that is already in the game. If any of those can be repurposed for us, that that yeah, animated. Uh...